Welcome to the Next Dimension Podcast, your portal to an extended reality. Every week we talk about the hottest topics in XR and let you join the discussion live on MRTV. And now, get ready for another exciting episode coming up. Hi, welcome to season two, episode four of the Next Dimension podcast. Your podcast is all about VR and in the future also AR. And today we have a very special guest. It's Ty Hurd from Tycotech, the YouTube channel and Tycotech 3D printing. Ty, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing, Sebastian? I'm good too. I'm so looking forward to talk with you about yeah your business, making a living from being in the VR industry, how both of us do it, right? It's going to be probably pretty interesting. So yeah. l looking forward to to learn all about your business and yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Also Thanks here with us, also here with us, of course, Steve, VR flight sim guy. So good to see you. We haven't talked for quite a while. How are you, man? Oh, I'm very well, thanks, Sebastian. It's, it feels like it's been ages since I've been yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, really. It probably has been, isn't it? It has know. been. It has been quite a while, <laughs> really, man. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. You did some um, some cruising on your motorbike through through England. Yeah, I've been <laughs> riding a lot on the bike. Actually, uh, we went to Ireland and it absolutely teamed it down every day, which is a shame. But uh, no, it's been great. Just kind of like you know, getting away from the PC a bit and just kind of getting out there and enjoying life. Now that you know, fully vaccinated and we can go and yeah. enjoy. Same here. Uh, so good. Good feeling. Yeah. Normality again, really. <laughs> but yeah, all good. Perfect, <laughs> How are you, man. Seb, anyway? How you been doing? Yeah, I've been doing really well. Okay. Last week I got my second jab. So I was like a bit, yeah, not ready for prime time, but now I'm great again. Really glad to get the second jab awesome. and I'm really looking forward to talk with you guys about virtual reality. So Super happy to do today's podcast. For all of you who don't know yet, the Next Dimension podcast, this podcast is being live streamed every Saturday at 9 p.m. Berlin time, 8 p.m. London, noon in San Francisco, and 3 p.m. in New York City. This podcast is also an audio podcast that you can listen to on iTunes, Spotify, Google, Alexa, and all the everywhere where you can find podcasts, you will find the Next Dimension podcast podcast. Now, if you enjoy this podcast, I would be super happy. No, we would be super happy if you would give it a good review on iTunes. And the only thing you need to do is get off, get out your iPod and iPhone right now, find the podcast app, which is already on your iDevice, find the Next Dimension podcast and give us a good review. We only have 20 reviews on iTunes. Is that Guys, it? it's unbelievable. We've been doing this for so long now and only 20 reviews. If you enjoy this podcast, why don't you give it a great review? We will be so happy and that's the best way to say thank you. So probably right now you could do it while we're still in the introduction phase of this podcast. So today we're going to talk about a very interesting topic. We're going to talk about... <coughs> Our industry at large, where do we see our industry, our favorite industry, the virtual reality industry, and how easy or tough is it to make a living in this industry? And well, Ty and me, we are basically making our living in this industry. So that's going to be very interesting to find out how we do it. And uh, yeah, probably we can convince Steve, VR flat sim guy, 
<laughs> to go full time as well. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe one so, day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yeah, I, you're doing a great job on your channel. So I think you. soon, sooner or later, this is going to happen eventually. That's what I foresee for your channel, Steve. Wow, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can tell. I mean, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So that's going to be really interesting. Also, of course, we're going to talk about some topics, um, some recent topics. Like last week, we were not here, so we're going to talk a bit about the PlayStation VR two, the new the the news that came up, and some other small news. But before we go there, first of all, we want to find out what we did last week and uh, first of all i want to talk with you ty and i want to introduce you a bit or you can tell us a bit more about what you're doing so i got to know you i mean we, we this is the first time that we personally meet now but i know you through your youtube channel so tell us a bit more about your youtube channel first what is it okay. about well it's mostly a tips and tricks kind of tutorial channel you know how to mod beat saber enable developer mode you know, hacks like that, manually force updates, because I know whenever a new update comes out, everybody's like, I got to get the update and they can't get the update. Well, I've got a video on how to actually force that update right there. Uh, and then uh, I do uh, some product reviews. So uh, a lot of product reviews. And it's been a bit since I've uh, done some videos, but I'm going to be jumping back into the YouTube thing a little bit more. Coming up in the next month or so, I've kind of got my whole 3D printing business dialed down. That kind of blew up. And so I spent a lot of time working on the printing side of things right there. So didn't have a whole lot of time to do videos. And I'm sure as you guys both know, making a video is not as easy as I think most viewers <laughs> no, think no. it is. You know, they see a, it. It takes know, lots of time. <laughs> and they don't realize, oh, you know, that was six or seven hours worth of work to put that 10 minute video. Together. Exactly. Yeah. It takes I, so long. Nobody does, knows that. I mean, we know, but people out there making a 10 yeah. minute video, it takes so long. <laughs> yeah. So, but now I've kind of got the 3D printing thing dialed a little bit more. So streamlined a little bit and I've hired some help. So uh, yeah, we'll be, I'll be moving back into the YouTube stuff coming up soon. Yeah, that would be great because, well... I really enjoy your videos and they are so helpful. I can remember, Thank I think you. the first time I saw your channel was you were showing us how you can attach the Oculus Touch controller to your hand using some hair bands. Yeah, just can using you, can, a hair tie in the regular way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you remember that video? That <laughs> was, that was great. That was such a cool hack and I thought like, wow. This is a fantastic channel. So everyone out there, if you have not yet subscribed to Tyco Tech, please do that absolutely now. Simply look for Tyco Tech on YouTube and you're going to find Ty. And yeah, I'm looking forward to more videos from you. But you just mentioned it as well, Ty. You are also doing something else. Well, this is your main gig right now. Yeah. You're making really, really cool accessories for VR using 3D printing. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Okay, so I mean, I'm making like, in fact, here I got this. This is like my most recent design. Looks kind of funky right it's here. It's so cool. What is, that? What this is It's a fishing reel oh for my God. Uh, oh, wow. real VR fishing. So amazing. Here, I'll show you. That's amazing. And, That's brilliant. I'll show you how it works. It's, it's so. You guys ever played real VR fishing? No. Y yes, but only very short. But this looks okay, it's perfect. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a ton of fun. They've got they've just added a mod where you can actually jump in and watch YouTube while you're while you're actually fishing. But so this, this one. <laughs> oh my god! This is unbelievable! Yeah, this is so cool. You against you, 
And the problem with the game without something like this, I mean, it's a great game. There's nothing really wrong with it. But when you're just blindly going like this and you can whack your controllers together yeah. and you don't have that right. tactile feeling of this where you're now you're going in a perfect circle and it makes the immersion just yeah. so much better. So, yeah, this is a really fun a little mod. So I spent about a week and a half. I don't know. I put about 50 hours of time into designing wow. this um, right here because you want it to be fully articulating and just automatically rest so you don't have to look because you're in the headset. You want to be right. able to find it blindly to put it back in. So it's all, you know, gravity keeps it where it needs to be like that. And then, boom, you can fire it back in. Uh, the arm is adjustable because some of the reels are bigger. So you can extend this down and out if you want to. Although for most, most of the reels, I have them all. I like it like that. So... So that's what I did, you know, the, the week before last. So this just dropped about wow. a week ago right here. And this is um, um, a pretty fun little thing. And it's fun making stuff like this. You know, I see something like a need that needs to be filled. And I'm like, you know, that would be cool <laughs> to have a, an actual reel in VR so you can get that tactile feedback. Uh, just makes it that much more immersive when you're feeling in the real world what you're seeing inside of the headset. And this really helps with real VR fishing. Wow. So, so how did you start doing something like this? I mean, do you, you obviously design it on the computer or, and then you have just try and see if it works or how does it work so, to make yes. something like this? So this, you know, this was a lot of iterations. I, I come up with an idea. I print something out. I test it. I go, okay, this part needs to be a little bit different. Originally, I had made a, just a handle that you would hold on with your left hand. Uh, and then I shared what I had made in the real VR fishing forums. And they're like, no, I want something I can put the <laughs> controller in. You know, can you do that? And I was like, okay, yeah, let me work on how am I going to accomplish that? And then somebody suggested you need a an actual pole so that you can put it up against your body, like when you're really fishing. So I was like, okay. And then we just did like a twist lock. So this just pops into place like this, locks in, snaps into place. So it's really just you make it, you print it, you tweak it, redesign it, print it wow. again. And... 3D printing, a lot of people don't understand how painfully slow it is. This thing right here, this takes about 14 hours on a what? printer. What? For, yeah. for one, for wow. one 14 thing? Hours. 14 hours, wow. 14 hours for this right here. Um, so, yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of slow going. So reiterating things from one design to the next can take a long time. So the design process isn't super fast. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I spent, I mean, literally I spent... I mean, I put in about 40 or 50 hours of design time and then, you know, so I would be printing something and I'd think, oh, let me try another way of doing this. So I would design it and start it on another printer and then I can compare different versions and see, okay, I like this a little bit better about this one, this better about that one right? and so on like that. Um, so that's, that's kind of the process. And most of the designing I do, I do on an app called Shaper 3D on an iPad, cool. which is great because then I can just, I can design, you know, wherever I'm at. Right, right. Gaming science teacher is asking, are you using FDM or SLA printer? Uh, it's FDM. So that's fused deposition modeling, which is like a traditional uh, filament printer. Mm -hmm. So, it, you know, it melts the plastic and it goes line by line. Uh, SLA is going to be uh, a totally different process. So everything's mm -hmm. done just with traditional filament based mm -hmm. FDM printers. All right. Wow. It's so interesting. Like the whole 3D printing thing is still a mystery to me. Like I, I have never owned one, but I'm like totally fascinated what get you can one. do. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like I have to oh, get I one. Mean, they're amazing. You know, like, like another thing, like I wanted a, a stock, but I didn't like those. Oh man, that's, that's crazy. You can just do it yourself. And some of the stocks where your hands actually went underneath like that and you use as a controller ring, you know, 
the this part goes up inside of the controller ring and i didn't right. really like or the way that it attaches um and you would hold on to, and it would block the controller rings and it felt flimsy and then this would hit your headset so i was like i need to do one where it goes underneath it looks a little funky but this way i can sniper aim with wow, it right up against fantastic. my face without it hitting the headset and then these use magnets so it's pretty secure you can just pop them off wow. back into place and I don't like the shoulder stock because right. it's just a big bulky thing. And think about it when you're playing, you know, onward and you're trying to aim. If you're, if your hands just wibble a little bit like this, your rifle's going all over the place. So it's hard to right. get a good lead with your hands not attached. This keeps it perfectly centered. So even with this, I can hit the farthest uh, targets <laughs> out on the onward range, iron sights, all That's the way cool. back at the, at the back of the range. Just, Wow, that is. It looks fantastic. It looks. It looks so cool. It looks professional. It just looks it like is. you can say that. Right? Yeah, it's. Right? It's yeah. It's amazing the technology. 3D printing now. You can print parts. I mean, I don't know if you can really see this. If it'll focus, yeah. right. uh, but it looks like an injection molded piece for the most it, part. It you does. Kind from of here, see yeah. some of the lines, um, but it's it's really impressive what 3D printers can do these days. And you wow. can pick up a 3D for those. You know, anybody out there that wants to kind of get into it as a hobby. You can pick up a decent Ender 3 Pro or uh, another Aqualab or Aquavilla. I forget the name, but you can pick them up for like 200 bucks. And with oh, little, really? Yeah, 200 bucks. Wow. And, you know, a few hours of YouTube videos to kind of educate yourself on it. And you right, can be pumping right. out professional grade stuff in a week. Wow. Yeah, I think awesome. I need I need that. Like I love I love to mod VR headsets, right? I do all these Frank and forth Frank and mods, but to have a 3D printer, I think it could really help. So for all of you out there who would like to check out what Ty is like producing, he's selling that all on a website on on Etsy. You know Etsy, right? So yeah, you can you can find all of Ty's cool products for for the Quest 2. That's the main thing right but also for the yeah. g2 you can find I have a, a couple things for the g2 like the hodas for okay the G2. yeah that's great a lot of stuff for the quest one as well right there right right um, right we've got frank and quest mods like there you go you've got the the htc vive knob adjustment for the back if somebody does a frank and quest uh that's that's kind of cool it looks just like the uh the guy from uh the htc ad yeah that's it right there right right Cool. Yeah. So all the cool stuff, and you even got the the valve thing. Yeah, the valve. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. There. Yeah. And that, yeah. Right. 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 Exactly. That's a real iron knob. So okay. It's, it's oh, like okay. Actual, okay. It's a lacquer knob, and then I 3D print the base that pops wow. over the deluxe audio strap. Wow. You got so many cool stuff here going on. Yeah. So fantastic so for all of the people who are like watching this right now or who are listening to this podcast check out the show notes i have put a link to taiko tech's 3d printing store on etsy directly down into the description so check it out it's cool stuff and uh, yeah simply check it out we're going to talk more about that later in this show when we're going to talk about how to make a living and does it work here in vr <laughs> to make a living and uh, I'm looking forward to that topic a lot. So that's what we're going to talk about later. Cool, cool. Very cool, Ty. Looking forward Thanks. to talk more about yeah. those those cool uh, 3D prints. Nice. Yeah, Steve, how about you? <laughs> how was your um, your week? How was, how was no, yeah. your last few, few weeks? We haven't talked to each other for so I've long. Always, <laughs> I always have so much going on, so I'll, I'll keep it fairly brief because I could literally talk forever again. But 
Just a few points that I'll probably mention um, for Microsoft Flight Simulator. It recently had a Sim Update 5, uh, which is a joint sort of update with the Xbox release. And uh, right. there's been a lot of uh, sort of uh, controversy surrounding it being a downgrade for PC users and all sorts. So I've been focusing on that to start with. And also, as you can see behind me, anyone know what that aircraft is? Do you know, Seb? F-14? Oh, wow. I'm impressed. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, he put me in my place there. <laughs> yes, it is. F-14. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that got really, well, it's not being released yet, but it's been released on in August the 19th, so actually, is it next Thursday, I think it's been released, uh, and I've been checking that on, on the channel, and in VR, can you imagine what that's like in VR? Wow. Oh my that, god, it's... That is so on Microsoft Flight Simulator? It is, yeah, Microsoft Flight Simulator It's a free well. update, or what? Um, no, no, it's a, it's a, a payware add-on. Um, okay. I'm not quite sure how much it's going to be yet, but um, no, it's, it's great. I mean, there's a lot of people, you know, but you know, DCS, for instance, has a Tomcat. It's, you know, it's not in the same league as that, but for Microsoft Flight Simulator and for sort of casual flyers, I think this is a great uh, sort of, it's, it's not study level, but it's kind of like that middle ground. You can have a lot of fun with it, but it's also very realistic in many areas. So cool. been messing around with that for, you know, uh, last week, which has been fantastic. Wow. So now, been, you, now you can learn how to really fly the, the Tomcat? Well, I mean, it's, it's, say, it's a very good rendition of it. It's not okay. true, completely every button works. Okay, but, uh, sure. For the experience in VR, flying that thing all around the skies of, uh, you know, Microsoft Flight Simulator in the Quest or the Reverb or the Pimax, it, it's just such a great, you know, an amazing experience. It really is. Uh, so I've been messing around. That's probably the latest thing I've been doing. But I just want to actually uh, just show you something 3D printed, which is amazing because we've <laughs> got this incredible guest on today. That, right, And exactly. I, always, like, I always wonder how, like, Ty, how do you get that inspiration to to create such ingenious solutions to problems that we all have in VR. Because I honestly feel, I've said this a few times, VR, the eyes are just part of the experience. When you reach out and touch the same throttle quadrant or something that you can see in VR and it feels and looks the same, it makes such a difference to that immersion. Yeah. It really does. It's that, like you say, that tactile feedback and just feeling that same controller. And I've got something very cool right here, if I can find it. There we go. Check this out. Now, this is proper geeky now. This is like geeky level 1,000, right? <laughs> Can you see that on the, on the camera because of my annoying camera? Well, it's, it's, it's hard to see, but it's some throttle? About or? there, that'll do. This is a TBM throttle quadrant, okay? So wow. um, it's exactly the same as a real TBM 930. So you have your quadrant here. Sorry, my camera's being a pain today. Uh, and you've got your flap lever, trim, everything oh, nice. in this. Is exactly, and it's been 3D printed. But how, but but, but um, does this technically connect to your computer in somehow? Yeah, just connect as how? a USB. It's what? just a USB port. Is it like a Raspberry Pi running? Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. What's, how, what are the internals? What, what's inside of this thing? I mean, <laughs> you can't print the electronics. You, you can't 3D print that yet. <laughs> how annoying! I can only do that. But I've got well, I've got a video on the channel of showing this off, really, really like you know, really close up. Uh, it's so clever because it has, um, for you aviation nerds out there, you've got the throttle cut off, you've got the feather, you've got the proper sort of throttle reverse, um, and it's all like a, a oh gear God. driven. It, wow. it honestly blows my mind, and you can actually pre-order one of these right now. Um, the the guys are DIY Beyond 3D, and check check out their uh, website ah. because I've been I've been messing around with that. And how and expensive is going to be? 
It's $299, I think it is. Okay. But I mean, this is high end. This is yeah, proper it looks, high end. 3D it looks printing. so cool. I mean, I mean for people who, who love like um, simulations and then to have the, nearly the real thing there and then in VR. Oh my God. I love that. This is mind blowing. <laughs> it's and that's fine with the car. I mean, Hoda's that you plug into your PC, they're expensive. So that's, that's yeah, yeah, they are. You're, you're right. Obviously, you're right. Yeah. You yeah. can't even get a TBM 930 throttle quadrant. Yeah, you, you can you buy it, right? Get, if you couldn't, if you actually, if someone did buy, uh, sorry, if like a mainstream developer like Thrustmaster, for instance, uh, ended up like putting all the work in to sell that, that would be a thousand pounds easily. Wow. It would yeah. easily be that. So you'll spend, you know, because it's 3D printed and it's high quality stuff as well like Ty is making. It's, it's quite incredible. And I'm sat there in this cockpit and I reach out Sometimes, you know, when you're in VR, you, you can't, you don't know where things are, obviously, but because it's, it looks exactly the same, it's in position the same way, you just reach out, touch it, and it's just exactly where it should be in, in the sort of virtual space. So it's, yeah, very, very cool indeed. So I've been showing that off on the channel as well. I might show it again later if I can show you a, a bit closer. So is that DIY Beyond 3D that makes that? Yes, DIY. Okay, they're, they're actually in there. So the inside is a plug and play USB A joystick board okay so i just yeah they've left a comment you'll no, know no. like you'll understand it better than me by a long way i just hey, they're I'm in the chat amazed. i yeah, don't know how yeah, you yeah, okay. do it absolutely incredible thanks for the info there okay yeah so plug and play uh joystick board cool yeah and, and it's so easy you just plug it into usb for all those who have no idea sort of it, and it just shows us a controller and you just assign things wherever you want to just like any controller really so it's very very easy to get to grips with Quite wow <laughs> sounds like really the thing that you need to have if you are like a, a sim fan I've right, been you, flying if, with that all week, and it's yeah. absolutely amazing. I want one myself. Unfortunately, this is a demo unit. So uh, if anyone else out there, um, you know, YouTube wants to check this out, uh, contact them because it's you okay. know, this is one in the UK that we're just showing around a few YouTubers at the moment. And so it'd be great to, uh, okay. you know, many people to, to have it and show it on the channels as well. So that works with all, all, the, all the airplanes in the flight sims? Or oh, just absolutely. Yeah, no, okay. it'll, it'll work. Yeah, if it's just I mean, a plug-and-play really, USB oh, joystick. Yeah, right, right, it's right. It's really signable, right. yeah, it should, it should work fine. Cool. Because, it's, because it's, it's really for a certain aircraft. If you, you know, if you are a massive fan of the TBM, which is a really high-performance turboprop, very, like, God knows how many million pounds they are to buy. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> if you want to know and feel, and you, you love that aircraft so much like I do, you, you know, you can actually have one which is completely exactly the same in terms of the throttle quadrant, looks and feels and behaves exactly the same way as a real thing it's amazing incredible you wouldn't be able to get that experience anywhere if you pay if you had loads of money and you wanted to have i think the only way you would find that experience is an actual tbm simulator or something which would cost thousands of pounds an hour so you know it's very cool stuff it's amazing vr is so great <laughs> i'm still fascinated by it even though i'm in this vr industry for so long already i mean so long it's not so old right this industry but it's still fascinating that you can yeah that the that the community is so tightly knit and that uh, there is some accessories just like that right so you can even feel more immersed to Love right it. yeah Love it. Yeah, I mean, I can even show you a uh, a Spitfire throttle quadrant as well. This is from another developer, Authenticit. Uh, I've had this on the channel a few times. You can see that there. That's exactly the same. This is exactly the same as a real Spitfire uh, quadrant, what you'd find. Even the scale of it, it's exactly the same size and everything. And it fits to your desk where you would find the real one. And yeah, it's just so cool. Very, <laughs> very cool. 
So yeah, nice. I've been doing that. I'll just uh, also mention the Quest 2. I'll just change the theme quickly because I have, uh, they've recently, in fact, I think it's today or yesterday, they uh, released their new um, lens protectors for the Quest 2. Uh, and I've been trying VR cover. Out. Yes, from VR cover. Right, uh, right. And um, yeah, I really like these. I mean, one thing that always absolutely terrifies me, because um, I'm not a glasses wearer, but I still want to protect my lenses, you know, and mm. the, the, the very thought of scratching those lenses, oh my God, it just makes me, yeah, it gives me shivers. So they <laughs> produce this, which, it, which fits straight on. Basically, you pop them straight off like this. I won't do it now, will it? It does pop because they're so, they're so tight on there. But there we go. And that's all they are. And they've got a nice blue light filter on them as well, so that much better for your eyes okay i don't know about right. you the, the blue light filter on the quest 2 in the software is far too strong uh, yeah for me it's like they're on your cell phone it, you know, it's ridiculous the blue out of the, out of the yeah it's too much it's right quite, right quite uh, but this obviously is a proper blue light filter on these lenses and <laughs> i've been like uh, wow well, i've been using uh, sniper elite i've actually bought sniper elite uh for the quest and I've been playing that with these, and I just know my eyes just feel happier with these lenses. So they're they're on VR covers. I've been checking them out recently. So happy like eyes. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's cool. good. You know what? Why why we're mentioning the the covers right there? I want to show you guys something else too. So it's it's a really similar concept. Um, these are made from a, a company called Rel Optics, and they're local to me. They're here in Colorado. The founders are opticians that oh, are actually right. in the group. And they've been in the group since like day one. So I founded the, the Facebook community group, uh, I think on November 18th, the day that they announced the Quest One when it came from okay. being Love the it. Santa Cruz code name. Love it. And, uh, and so they, they make these guys right here. So it's really similar to what he was just showing. They pop in, oh, wow. but one thing that's nice is the actual lens itself magnetized so it goes it clips oh, in. Man. Oh, I, I love it that. i love it so i love it pop this off and then you still have a protection let's say somebody else with glasses wanted to wear this because the I ring inside extends out your lenses aren't going to hit your glasses aren't going to hit the lenses inside and then when you want your lenses you can just pop them in magnetic like that so rel optics are really really nice guys and it's a small business I've tried Widmo VR. I've tried a few different brands of the prescriptions. Clearly, I wear glasses. Yeah. And Rel Optics, just, they're, they're really nice. And they've got the blue light filter built in right there. And then uh, anti-glare as well. I love that these are magnetic. I like, I also have some magnetic out. ones from Via Wave. Like, there's lots of companies, like, doing exactly wow, this really? stuff. I didn't even know there's that many. Yeah, it's, it's great. But I also looked at these, and I really want to try out these. So, Ty, if you could, like, connect me with the guys from... Uh... I will. Jason Salinas uh, is the guy that you want to talk to. Okay. And I'll, I'll PM you later. I'll put you guys in They would be so start. nice. I totally want to check them out. Review. Because I think they also make them for other headsets, not just the Quest yeah, 2. I think they, they also make them, make them all, the, all the big headsets. Perfect. Because I really I, want I, one for the Reverb G2. Exactly. I want yeah. the magnetic ones for the Reverb G2. That would be amazing. Uh, they make them for the Reverb G2. So I, I think Perfect. they make them for all the major headsets out Great. there. Great. Uh, and well, yeah, being able to. And then it it's also, so much better. Multiple people in the same family with different prescriptions. That's the point. Magnetic That's the point. Phone, you know? Exactly. Dad can play, kid can play. Right, right. It's cool. It's really just a highlight. Just a highlight. Sampler nineteen in the chat just said, "But how are you supposed to scratch your lenses without wearing glasses? Very, very easily, actually. All you need to do is notice that your lenses are a little bit mucky and not think about it, and get it. Get your cloth, start wiping it down, and if it's got a little bit of dust or a little bit of hard <laughs> material that's microscopic, that's all it takes 
to scratch your lens literally it's yeah. just not it's not just about uh, your glasses you can you can scratch your lenses so easily so to have that yeah. protector on there uh, yeah, I, I want I want you know like I say the Reva G two and the blue filter. The blue filter is also like a nice add-on, right? Yeah, right. the blue filter on it is. You yeah, can definitely tell. Nice. And you can't tell. You can't like the, the no. built-in blue light filter. You, you see the color shift, but right. with the blue yeah. light filters and the lenses, absolutely, that is good, right? Yeah, exactly. It looks totally natural. How how expensive are the the Reloptics one, Ty? Do you know? I, I don't know. They're. <laughs> Better price than the Widmos. Okay, uh, I, they're they're on the lower price scale. Okay, yeah. Surprising. I've been kind of trying to tell them like you guys need to charge a little bit more. <laughs> it's a good product, but I think it's like seventy bucks with the prescription. Okay. Oh, that that yeah. is so that's it's, such it's a good clear. price because yeah. it's so worth it since you don't have to wear your glasses. Obviously, right? This is perfect. I, I love this whole concept. It's it's a good it's a yeah. it's a good business I think. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, if you wear glasses, it's such a pain to try to squeeze them, and especially exactly. like these are wide and they don't fit. And, you're like, and then ah, you scratch your lenses, right? And oh. then you're like, yeah, you ruin your headset, and you're like, oh man, now I got to buy a whole new headset just because I didn't put lenses in. Right. Oh, Ty, hold you, on one second. Yeah. On. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I'm coming back. And Very soon. <laughs> Oh, look at that. Sensor, sensor cleaning. cleaning. Sensor cleaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect right. timing. <laughs> perfect timing. Sensor cleaning. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> <laughs> the, right, the right. The VR cover one, by the way, is only 19 euros. But obviously, okay. it's, 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 it's for, you know, just to as a blue light filter and as a protector. Right, right. Obviously, if you want to put your own lenses in, that's where it gets more expensive. But oh, it's totally man. worth it. Really worth you, know, you know, I think VR Cover also sent me those, but they are sending me ah. so much stuff. It's like They're it's so, so, busy it, it's so tough to keep up with making videos, like yeah. showing <laughs> what, what kind of stuff they're doing because they are like like they're blowing out their accessories like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> right. I know what you mean? Yeah. I haven't so, even put my video on of my <laughs> review of those on yet because I'm not yeah. checked yet, but it's yeah. next week. Exactly. But. Uh, yeah, man, Ty, you have like a super like modded quest there, right? It, it looks it looks crazy, <laughs> man. What what is that? Oh my what God, is that wow. thing? You you can't even see the quest two anymore. It's like gone. It's the quest two pro. It's it's this pro. Yeah, it's a pro. Yeah, I'll show you what I got here. Okay, so this is the. I don't know if you guys have seen the Bobo M two Halo yeah, strap. Yeah, I have it too, but I haven't even I haven't unpacked it. But it's there okay. here in the in the so corner. It's, I'm it's mine is white. I'm working with Bobo directly. This is a Tyco oh, Tech nice. limited edition. And no kidding. Midnight black. So it's the oh, Tyco man. Tech Midnight. That's I don't cool. know if you can see it says right. Yeah, it won't focus. But it says, yeah, right on the side, uh, Tyco Tech Midnight Edition. Uh, so it's just, I like it all black. I really think they should have made the Quest 2 black. Uh, I'm not a yeah. big fan of the white. Yeah. Who does a white headset? If it was Apple, I could see that. Um, but so I got the, the headset straps coming in. I'm going to have these in my Etsy store, hopefully in like a week. They're still in transit. And I got a thousand of them coming in. That's it. So we're wow. going to be limited to 1,000 yeah, of those. Yeah, you're in now then, definitely. Um, yeah, it yeah. looks so cool, man. This Most black edition looks Halo so strap. much better than the white one. I've so tried like the best win and all of them. But the, the little yeah, right. thing on the top right here really cradle your head. It's very, very comfortable. Uh, and then I've got a, a battery mount that I made specifically for the Bobo M2 Halo straps, so it's you know it's a perfect fit on here. I saw this in the Etsy shop, um, cool. but it, and it'll fit this one or the standard white ones, which are very okay. popular. There are quite a few people that are using them. It's probably the most popular Halo strap out at the moment. Okay, um, I must review and, it. Yeah, I have yeah, it here, but I haven't reviewed it. Oh wow! 
And then yeah, it looks it looks so it looks the quality looks so much so good, you know? It it doesn't so look this, like, well, I mean, like cheapish. It's just extraction molded, you know. So Bobo makes it just like they make their standard ones, but they did a yeah. black specifically for me. Wow. Um, and then they just released and then this is turning into like a Bobo ad, but they just released this <laughs> fan, which is sick. I and saw it, man. I saw it. I saw it. Fogging inside, which you know, down to the feed saber, and I right. start sweating. Fog is just ah, oh, I hate it. And so it's an entire facial interface. So we were kind of discussing the uh, VR cover facial interfaces. Right, right. And to be honest, I prefer the VR cover foam, the pad. So I took my VR cover foam and put it in here. But when you get the Bobo fan, it comes with a new facial interface because it has to like click into place inside the facial interface plastic right here. <sighs> How and cool it's really is that? <laughs> and it just sucks the air out. So any, any sweat that's building up in here, it vents it out. And it what? works really, really well. And there's wow. great. Traditionally, I did this one black custom myself. I just took it apart. Okay, <laughs> right, right. Um, so that's that's the uh, yeah. The, wow. The, the so so quest. so this basically is like an aircon for your quest, right? You, you get yeah. the hot air out. <laughs> so how expensive is that? Um, I, I believe they sell them for like thirty-six bucks on Amazon. Oh my god. And I it includes the fan out. and a whole facial interface. That's with crazy. Like That's a good price. Pad. Their pad's a little thin, so I put my VR cover pad on there. Okay. That's personal preference. Some people right, might like right. it a little bit thinner. I just like it super squishy. Wow. Um, but yeah, yeah. Check out Bobo VR. They make some pretty good stuff. So shout out yeah. to Bobo. Uh, yeah, right. And you know what? I, I reviewed the Bobo like when there was no real VR. It was They were like very the early in the game. that you put your phone into, yeah, right? Yeah, I can remember that. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like daydream stuff. Like I, I had a whole channel about daydream. It was called Daydream District. And I was totally like reviewing this stuff. It was like five years ago. That's <laughs> when I got when I first got into VR, I owned a kiosk, yeah, right. a few mall kiosks. We call it the tech stop. And most of what we sold were those VR headsets that you put your phone into. Exactly. And that's like when exactly. I was first introduced into VR and that kind of gave too. me the bug. Yeah, that's why I yeah. Yeah, and, and now we're here. All yeah. famous. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> not. <laughs> so yeah, not not. Yeah, but anyways, not quite many. <laughs> anyways, you, you maybe more so than us. No, 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 I no. Think so, yeah. no, no, no. We're all we're all in this together, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, very cool, cool. Um, Steve, anything more for you to report on what you've been I'll, doing? Uh, well, loads of things, but I'll just finish with uh, the Vibe Pro Two. I've now spent a lot of time with it, and. Um, Honestly, I've never felt so frustrated about a VR headset as that one. What? Um, Why? Yeah, because I, on one hand, I absolutely love it. I think the the colors, they, what they've done with that, uh, is it, I think it's a fast switch IPS LCD panel. What, the way, what they've done yeah. with it looks fantastic. The colors are gorgeous. But right. yet, on the other, it gets far too hot. I can't be in it for any more than about, about half an hour, 45 minutes. It just gets too hot for me. Um, we need the air condition. The, the quest I, to I air condition. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my god! Please, please do it for the uh, Vibe Pro Two. In fact, you'd sell millions of those because I think everybody <laughs> can admit that the the Vibe Pro Two runs too hot. And the problem is with that. Wow, that's strange. They've used the same housing as the previous model, but these lenses are 5K, so they're running way hotter. And there's no ventilation. There's no changes in their design to accommodate that extra heat. You know, uh, and because of that, it, it really hurts. It, like, you know, it's just it's such a shame. And um, 
that is my biggest gripe, actually, to be fair, is the heat and, of course, those god rays, which is, you know, you've got that beautiful 5K screen and yet you've got that really small sweet spot. But I have to say, and I'll finish here because I could talk about the Vive Pro 2 for ages, is that when you just use it on its own, I, I used it for about three days, you know, without messing around with any of the headsets, because sometimes that can be a bad thing. It, your, your brain gets tricked into thinking, it, it getting used to that small sweet spot and looking through it uh, and, and just kind of getting used to that headset. Um, so it's one of them situations where, you know, I'm, I'm frustrated. I know it could have been a fantastic headset, but for me personally, it just didn't tick any, you know, the right boxes for me, particularly for flight simming, where I'm spending at least a couple of hours at a time in a headset. Okay, yeah, probably there's a difference it's a to shame. me. Yeah. Uh, but do you use any kind of like um, other face cover or are you using the original? Yes. Or? Uh, no, I, 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 the first thing I did when I got the Vibe Pro 2 is just get rid of the, uh, the original... <laughs> foam pad what were they thinking right right that it was too thick it's, it's far too thick it's already got an eye relief slider so which is a great design of the vive so to have that really thick horrible kind of pad it just doesn't yeah that, work. that doesn't work yeah right so i used the quest 2 then i got one from vr covers uh for the original vive pro and it worked pretty well actually it was very very comfortable with that and you still have that field of view which is nice the field of view is nice uh, and even this sort of, you know, the squashed sort of 16 by 9 kind of feeling of that aspect ratio with the vertical field of uh, view, it, you get used to it. You do actually get used to it. You said that, Seb, to me. You said you'll get I used to it. I told you. You did, <laughs> and you're right. It, it definitely makes, you know, you kind of get used to it. But then you, when you go back to, say, in a Reverb G2, yes, you miss that vertical, sorry, the horizontal field of view, but that vertical field of view, you forget how much you miss that as well. Okay, um, right. So yeah, it's, it just doesn't quite hit the mark for me, okay. and I'm just so frustrated because I just wanted I wanted that to be a strong contender, but I still feel the Reverb G2 is actually uh, sharper in the center than the Vive. I think, yeah. um, even though the resolution is technically you know it's higher. So yeah, I agree with great you. Great shame, but hey, yeah. that's that's my sort of uh, raw impressions of it really. Um, yeah, good. Back. <laughs> no, sure, that's that's good. That's a good thing. I mean. We all should like voice our our re our real opinions about devices, right? That's that's important. Yeah, cool, so, cool. So let me tell you what I did. So actually, I also checked the the Vive Pro Two again, and I did a through the lens comparison against the G Two and against the Valve Index because I'm quite sure that lots of people who own the Valve Index right now. They want to know, should they upgrade to the G2? The G2 in the in the States right now, it only costs $450. That's and so it, cheap. In my yeah. opinion, this so is an cheap. this is a steal because this headset is so great. I still love it, right? So you got that great lenses. And actually, they are better than other lenses, right? You got that super high um, resolution, super sharp picture, great audio. Yeah, it's it's good. It's not perfect, right? The the controlling, the the tracking is not perfect. The volume is not perfect, right? The the Quest Two is definitely better in that regard. But for lots of people, yeah, who want to have like the crispest image, that is a fantastic headset, and especially for four four hundred and fifty dollars, if you're in the states and if you want like a PCVR headset, that is a great choice. Yeah, anyways, so I did that through the lens comparison, and of course, both the G2 and the Pro 2 look better than the Valve Index. That is 
that is of course true, right? The Valve Index has a much lower resolution and it's already, yeah, much older than the other headsets. But I must still say that the Valve Index still is a great headset, even though it cannot compete on resolution. But still, what they've done with the, the great FOV and a picture quality where you still cannot really so clearly see the screen door effect, I would say that people can still pick up the Valve Index without like feeling bad about it. It's still a fantastic headset. It still has a great audio solution, all these good things. However, of course, the God Rays are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> right? So if you don't like Godrays, that's not the right headset for you. Yeah, then Vive Pro 2 against G2. Actually, they do play in the same league as what the picture quality is concerned. But I agree with um, Steve that the G2 still has the edge. Even though the resolution is not as high as that of the Pro 2, but... These pixels are shown in a smaller field of view and the lenses are better. So therefore, in direct AB comparison, the G2 still looks better. However, I also like my Pro 2. And yeah, probably it's because I don't do these like super long three, four hour sessions like, like Steve does. <laughs> right? So for yeah, me, it's like... Sense. For as me, a it's gaming like, headset. Yeah, as a gaming Hannah. headset. Like, okay, yeah. I, I play like an hour or like probably two hours and I'm not in these super long sessions. So actually, I, I didn't feel like it's getting too hot, the headset. Probably I should really? play... No, oh. I, don't ha I don't have this problem for some reason. And probably, I don't That's know. I, I don't have this problem. And um, I really enjoy this headset. For me, I really enjoy the Pro 2 because I have this bigger FOV. I have the, the tracking, the, the lighthouse tracking, and I have a good um, visual quality. So for me, actually... External, external trackers, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Li the, the, the lighthouse trackers, like yeah. the Vive. So, mm -hmm. so this is really cool. So for me, I must say, I do enjoy it quite a lot yeah it probably depends on what you're doing in vr I like right to be able to pick up my laptop you know i've got a pretty nice gaming laptop so i can right. grab the v2 put everything in a backpack that go, is so cool play you're wherever right. at. so for me it's really you're important right. to have that inside out tracking that's what you're right track with the with the quest uh, so yeah, you have to have the lighthouse set up you know if you've got a dedicated gaming room then yeah definitely i can see that yeah right I agree with I, you, I Ty. I like the, the portability of having the inside-out tracking. So I'll give up a little bit of quality in some other yeah. areas to be able to just take it with me and, and go. You know, I want to play upstairs, downstairs, you know, take it out in the back you know, on a nice night, whatever. I totally yeah, agree I with you, Ty. I, I agree with Ty. Like, I hate to say this, and I really do hate, I don't like to say this, but if, if I, you know, either choose a Quest 2 or a Vipro 2, with base station and everything, and you know, I, I I could get one or the other. I would choose the Quest Two. I really would. I really mm -hmm. would because it's, convenience it's makes you know convenience is important. You know, you, yeah, you got right, right. The, the best gear you have is the it's gear got a that better, you choose. Yeah, but even just the display, <laughs> right. the display in it feels sharper because it's got a better sweet spot and less god rays. And yeah. that that the god rays are really bad. It's just marred. <laughs> it's just ruined by those god rays. And honestly, the headset it could be a it could have been. 
the headset we all wanted, but for me, it just isn't. I almost got one, and I saw the reviews on the God Rays, and that's just something I hate the God Rays. I was like, no, yeah, I yeah. Then, I'm, then, I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm not going to spend the money on I it. Agree. I agree. I agree. I have a few headsets too, so I'll be like, oh, I'll just get in the G2. Which I totally, great. I, I totally, I totally see what you. I totally agree with what you're saying. The thing is, if this headset, if the Pro 2 had like a spheric lenses, like the PlayStation VR or now the VR3 that I have here, the, this incredible oh, super high tech thing. All of the headsets should have those lenses. <laughs> yes, I don't, I don't get the Fresnel lenses. I don't. Yeah, I mean, they the Fresnel. Yeah, Gear VR. Yes, had, exactly. <laughs> like, and they couldn't go from the Gear VR over to the Quest, and they. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the, the Fresnel lenses at all. I hate exactly, them. I totally agree with you guys. So wow, wow. If for if somebody makes it happen that there could be like a Pro Two, a HTC Vive Pro Two, a spheric lens mod. Wow, oh, this person would... will earn so much money. Yes, they I don't know. Want to Ty, you have to look into 3D printing, yes, some kind of uh, Gear VR mod. I don't know. I'm telling I've thought, you. I've, I've you thought, would, I mean, I mod myself. I don't mind taking You would headset, sell so much. I find lenses that were the right shape, and I can't right, find right. lenses. Right, right. But maybe the guys at Rel Optics can come up with a way to lenses yeah. that you can swap out. Ty, I'm telling you, talk with those guys if they are <laughs> close to you if, you, if you know them, and ask them, is there any chance... We can mod some spheric lenses into the Pro 2. I'm telling you, they oh. would earn so much that money. Would be sick. They would they would sell so many. They they would sell them like hotcakes. I'm telling I you. Distance, I would buy them you know, from Germany. <laughs> I don't know why the manufacturers have all opted for the Fresnel lens design instead of the spherical ones. I get that it's a little thicker, you know, so you're gonna it's move, bit, you know, it's right, gonna make right. it's gonna make yeah. the headset a little bit fatter. Right, right. Exactly. The improvement in just getting rid of all of the God rays. And oh, that was one thing it. that shocked me when I went from back in the day, the gear VR, right? And then right. I got an Oculus Go. Yeah, right. I was like, there's something wrong with this headset. What's up? With, what's this fuzzy crap I'm seeing in here? What, what's all this white? Yeah, this is broken. And then I exactly. Googled it. I'm like, oh, it's God rays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and, and it's they a pain in the ours. lens design. Exactly. Just to say, it's, actually, I'm super excited that I'm gonna be able to try the Vario VR3. Oh man, you will be you myself. will be spoiled. You will be so, spoiled. Like I'm me a little now. bit worried. I am actually yes? Gen yes? generally a bit worried about it because if it's really as good yes. as people say it is, what am I gonna do then? Like, That's <laughs> an enterprise headset, though, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. It Bob, is yeah. Ty, you absolutely have to have a look at my through the lens footage on my channel. It does look. It ridiculous. is. It is ridiculous. Ridiculous. So first I of all, saw that video. you saw that. Oh my yeah, god, they have that yeah. super high Who resolution, like, like two thousand, so yeah, two thousand eight hundred by two thousand seven hundred, spheric lenses, and it's just like you are there, like in Half Life Alex. It's just mind blowing. The first wow. time I tried it, like I, I was like live streaming to my Patreons, and I was like going insane. I was like like cr like shouting and like, wow, unbelievable. I'm here. And you know, like just like you guys, I'm a veteran in VR. I've seen everything, right? <laughs> but but this <laughs> this was too crazy. Yeah. So so um Steve, you will be spoiled man. <laughs> I mean, you, will, you will you will hate the other headsets. It's crazy. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah but I, I no I want to be very serious about it. I'm I want to think about the other implications because you know, the implications is a is a immediate loss of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah, you're right. But I yeah, mean, yeah. like, 
What about the audio solution? Is it yeah, a right. deal breaker? That's missing. That is missing. I is agree. It so, is the you know is the eyes is it so good that yes. you don't care? For me, for me, this is exactly the case. Like yes, it sucks that you have to have your own audio solution. But because the visuals are like just so overwhelmingly better than everything else yeah. we've seen, I'm okay to put some some yeah these headphones actually I, I use these headphones like the That's every yeah. yeah I mean you're gonna want to use your own headphones anyway yeah, right. they're, they're not gonna give you Sennheiser you know quality yeah, exactly. bands on a VR headset so you're gonna want to use your own they are they should do for five grand or three and a half grand they should have the best yeah, audio expensive. in the business <laughs> yeah. But, Having that said that, Ty, please, please, could you think about developing some sort of 3D printed headphones for the VR3? And then I might buy one. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, look, the hard part is, is, uh, you know, for me, I need to have the product to model a design. Right. So yeah. To test fitment. Yeah, of course. Uh, right, like right. To blindly say, yeah, I'm going to look at it. Hopefully it fits. No refunds. Okay, I'm going to put you in touch with Vario. Yeah, Ty. you need Let's to. make this happen. <laughs> but, but, Ty, how much would you as a consumer pay for a VR headset. I mean, you are also an enthusiast and it's also your job and stuff, but let's talk real talk. What is the maximum price that you would pay for like a super high-end VR headset? Is it standalone or does it require a PC? It's a PC headset. I think a grand would be the top. Okay, me. okay, yeah, that makes sense. It did, the most, yeah. so. I, mean, you, you, I mean, look at the G2 right now, it's 450 bucks. Like, it's so good. It would be really amazing. <laughs> To spend double that and then to go beyond a thousand dollars right now i just eh, yeah I'm right that into it and i've got okay. so many headsets already yeah it makes sense i think thousands already way more than most people would pay like the normal i think for the normal yeah, consumers normal <laughs> i mean like like facebook is heading the sweet is hitting the sweet spot already right now with the quest 2 this is a great price right 299 is a fantastic price Oh yeah, right. It's a great, but twenty-eight gigs coming out for the three hundred. Exactly, bucks. it's a fantastic. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I think that the super sweet spot, like the 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 this kind of impulse buy for me personally is hundred ninety-nine dollars. That is like impulse oh, buy. This is like if you see it in the I don't know where would you sell it in the do you sell it at Walmart in the states this kind of thing? Yeah, it could be Walmart. Could be Walmart, right? right, right. I'm just browsing through Amazon, I see something sweet for like 199 right. bucks. It's it's impulse buy area. Yep. Agreed. And right. then I'll then I'll just I'll, I'll comment on it in the group or I'll make a video and then I just write it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I, I, I believe that this is going to happen. Like probably when the Quest Pro comes out, I think they're going to discount the Quest 2 for $199 and they're going to all go, they're going to sell like, oh my God, <laughs> people will, get, will have VR headsets. And that's a cool thing. But I must always say, I'm not a fan of this forced Facebook login. Yeah, you guys all know it. Really? Yeah. 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 You can't get the Quest in Germany, can you? We cannot We cannot yeah. buy it in Germany, right? Because of government mm -hmm. thinks that's not the right thing to do. But we are in Europe, and Europe is one market. So I simply buy it from Amazon France for the same price, and it's going to be okay. here like one day later. So, yeah, we can get it. But um, I'm not a – I mean, I am a Facebook kind of a fanboy. I've got a huge group on Facebook. For <laughs> yeah, the I know. I know. It's, a, it's so, the best you know, group ever. And, and I do a few – you know, I work with Facebook directly on different projects as well. Okay. Um, so I like Facebook, but I do think that it was a mistake. The that was a mistake. Account. Yeah. That was I'm a mistake. A I, I agree. You know what? I think that they could have made it – uh, much better and they hurt themselves in my opinion what they could have done 
Like, don't do the forced Facebook login, but simply make it so great that you want to do it on your own will. Like, as in make yeah. like Facebook Horizon so amazing that you simply want to do it. And or they could just do it like a Kindle model where you get the Kindle with ads that's, that's for it. one price, Ty, and then you get the ads free version. Exactly. And they can just skip because they're making all their money right now. I'm sure they're losing money on the 256. Right. Headsets. You know, production costs with the XR2 chipset and right. they're breaking even or they're coming in at a slight loss on every headset. So they need to make their money somehow. And I understand that business Of course, that of course. it makes sense. So charge a ad-free version for, you know, $150 more. Exactly. So you're looking at $449 for the ad-free version or you can go $299 uh, for the, the subsidized exactly. version. I think most people are just going to get the 299 version yeah, anyways. Yeah, but right. But then they but can stop complaining because it was their option. Now they've been exactly, presented with That option. is the point. It's, it would be Boom. transparent. Except it would be yeah. transparent and the, then you would not have Sebastian from MRTV <laughs> like telling everyone that is not good. Yeah, no, really. I, I would, I would yeah. like, I would like make everyone and their mothers and grandmothers buy the thing if it wasn't for that point, for that thing that I really cannot agree with. I so, agree, and then that could be the thirteen and under model too, because a right. lot of people are like, "Oh, you're going to give, you know, you're ruining their eyes and brain development." Yeah, I don't think that's why they're <laughs> suggesting. And again, I'm not a medical expert, so this is not medical advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right. But I don't think that they're saying people under thirteen can't use it because it's physically bad for them. It's right. because of COPA laws, at least here in the U.S., okay. they say that it is illegal, very illegal for them to gather any data, track user usage right. on users under the age of 13. So they just simply say, you can't use it if you're under 13. And it's not a medical reason. It's a legal reason. At okay. least that's my opinion. I think okay. that's what's driving them behind that 13 age limit, because that's the limit in which they are legally allowed to collect user data. Got it. I don't oh, think it's because it's, you know, at 12 years old, do you think your IPD changes that much between Probably 12 and 13? Probably not so much, yeah. Yeah, I've, uh, seen it, I've seen it on your group. Whenever somebody asks, hey, oh, can I get the quest for my 8-year-old? It's a good oh, game for oh, my 10-year-old. People oh, go crazy. you're a terrible parent. You're going to burn you're it out. bad parent. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. see it a lot. And I, I try to squash that. Yeah, I know. A, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. There's no berating parents <laughs> right. if you ask. Um, I have a six-year-old. I don't really let her use my headset, but if she wants to jump in and play Bogo for five minutes, for, yeah, for I'm, short I'm for short that. periods of time, yeah. it's okay, right? So, Ty, I want to ask you something. Do you think that the people at Facebook realize themselves it was a mistake to force to force feed us <laughs> the login, or do you think I, they are okay with it? It's not something I've ever discussed with anybody yeah, directly sure. over there. Sure, um, sure. So I can only speculate. I don't th no. I don't think they think it's a mistake from their end because okay. their data is valuable. Yeah, of course they will make all the money with it. Yeah, I know. We have and the they have now. to subsidize the cost of the headset. Somehow. Sure, sure, of course. You know, and I get it. I think I'm torn on the whole thing. Without Facebook, standalone VR wouldn't be where it is today. I know. I know what you mean. It be. It, I agree it with you. Anywhere near what it is, and in fact, I agree I think with you. The entire VR industry wouldn't be, I mean, we wouldn't be seeing the success of the valves and all of that if it wasn't really, right now, if it wasn't for the Quest One, bringing VR You're awareness right. to the mainstream. So now people see You're commercials, right. they educate, they go, oh, well, I can get a PC VR headset that's better. But they wouldn't have even gone down that rabbit hole without the Quest One in the first place. So I, I think right. Facebook 
it's a double-edged sword. You know, I, some yes. people hate them for the data collection and privacy issues, but you also have to give them some Cred. props for credit, you know, for bringing VR more to the mainstream. And by the I time the three comes, VR is going to be mainstream. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's absolutely it's so close. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we wouldn't be sitting here if we wouldn't believe it. And I totally agree with you. The, I'm, I'm like, I'm criticizing them a lot for this privacy issues and the force feedback. Well, and I hate that too. I criticize them <laughs> in my own group. All yeah. The okay. Time. Yeah. But I agree with you. They are doing a good job on like bringing this to the masses. And also because of that, people can make a living. We're going to talk about yeah. this later, right? Like, like, yeah, there's more people, there's more interest, more people want to have your I home mean, I taxes. Wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't have a job. Yeah. You know, I would be doing something agreed, else agreed. if it wasn't for Facebook. Right, right. So so that, that part, we always have to mention that. And yeah. for that, even MRTV <laughs> gives them a thumbs up. <laughs> and, and eventually so. what's going to happen is you're going to see a company like uh, Valve come along with yeah, a standard. Yeah, right. Exactly. Be there will be... There like, will be competition. Price three sold twenty five million units. We need to get into that business, and then they're going to start making Agreed. wireless standalone headsets. And eventually, there will be competition in the marketplace. And then we might. And see we, need we need change. that. We need competition. We do need that. We need that. I would like I, the day that there's competition for the Quest Two. We need that. I'm so. going to be very intrigued because I can't see there ever being anything for a long time yet. But I, I hope there will be. I there think from a hardware standpoint, it's not going to be that challenging. I think it's uh, the ecosystem that that yeah, is the point. The and it's going to be hard and, to reproduce. And and Valve has Valve has this ecosystem with Steam VR. So in my opinion, yes, they've got more of an yeah. Transfer. They will yeah. they will probably first have like a standalone headset that kind of connects to your PC or to your to your Steam Deck. Steam who knows? Deck. Yeah, Steam Deck. Think, you know exactly. I think Steam Deck too. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I agree with the Steam Deck. But I think we're going to see a Steam Deck too. And I would, I'd put a little wager down that Steam Deck 2, I could see them releasing a standalone headset along the same time that they release a Steam Deck 2. Because I think at that point, you're going to have time to really hone in the hardware. You know, I think the Steam Deck itself is a, a stepping stone to Steam developing the hardware compacted so that they can then miniaturize it a little bit more and then stick that in a standalone headset and then boom, you've got access to the full Steam library. I think that's going to be the next standalone headset will be from Steam. Fingers Absolute, crossed. Absolutely. <laughs> and hello, hello, Paradise DK. Greetings to the UK. PD says, new patents are pointing to standalone VR. Yes, exactly. Patents dropped a few days ago, and wow, that is that is something really cool. And without well, a doubt, the index two, they said there. The index two, Ooh, cool. exactly. Yeah, should be standalone stand index two. That would be pretty sick. Oh yes, oh yes, I totally agree, and it's going to happen, in my opinion. And finally, there will be competition Steam for the Quest Two, and it's <laughs> it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good for us, for for our industry. Oh, and then you're going to have an instant, ginormous catalog that's going to exactly. blow the catalog out of the water. Exactly. The moment you can have access to everything on Steam inside a headset, it's going to happen. With this, with the Steam Deck, they're saying you can play most Steam VR titles on high settings. No, I don't think really it's going to happen I with an integrated that. SOC like that. Because no. they've got integrated graphics. I don't think that you're going to get some lower, maybe medium settings on some of the VR titles. But there's no way you're hopping in there and putting Alex <laughs> on no. the <laughs> in your head. I'm going to try. Like, I mean, <laughs> obviously, VR. No, so I've got know. one pre ordered. Well, I'm going to yeah, test it. Yeah, of course. Me too. Of, <laughs> of course, man. Of we course. Get it, but 
I think we're going to see. I actually, basic. I nearly bought one. I not bought one. I nearly pre-ordered one the other day, but I, I, I'm not going to bother because it's not really my kind of thing. But I must right. admit, it looks amazing. As a it looks tech cool. enthusiast, it does look really cool. Yeah, it does very. I think cool it indeed. looks. A, I mean, I got it almost specifically so I can test VR titles with it, just to see. Same for me. Same for me. VR. So you also I, I only got will... the 64 gigabyte version just to try. No, VR? actually, I just went for the 512. Ah, okay. I go okay. bigger, I go home. Okay, I like <laughs> it, man. You, you just go inside full, 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 full power. Some of those VR titles, even though they're not super powerful ones, are huge. I mean, you know, right. 50, 60 gigs for a single title. I didn't think 64 was going to be enough. I think um, if you do end up be able to use it with VR, they're going to have to be like table tennis or something. Something with such low polygon. Uh, yeah. You know, because Although the really cartoony stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Which yeah, would be yeah. fun. No reflections or shadows. Yeah, basically turn it all the way down. But if you yeah. still can do it, it's, it's kind of a cool experiment. Definitely. Shows where and it might going. be nice to have a, a, that large of a, a potential catalog to take with you anywhere and just turn everything all the way down. But we'll, or you we'll can just buy a Quest 2. Yeah, or you can just buy a Quest too. Yeah, get a get a gaming PC, take it wherever you want. Right. Wow, we've already been talking for one hour without even talking about any kind of topics. I love it. <laughs> what have we talked about so far? Yeah, no, no, yeah, it's good. I love the show already. Really nice. Okay, let's start with some topics, and uh, yeah, just uh, not so many things happening. Um, let's talk about this here. So Lone Echo is delayed again. It should actually come out in this month. But unfortunately, we're going only to see it later this year. And I want to ask um, Ty and, and Steve, uh, are you sad about this? Uh, what do you think about this? Any, do you have any opinions? And I have to go grab another drink while, while you talk about it. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Steve? Well, I mean, I'm not really a massive uh, Lone Echo 2 fan. Anyway, I haven't even played the first one, so I don't really know what I'm missing out on. But I know that when it was first released, it was like the most amazing kind of vis visceral and sort of just amazing graphical uh, PC kind of high-end game out there at the time. And uh, I know that uh, this is going to be a PC game, isn't it? As well as, sorry, PC yeah. VR game, as well as standalone. It's PC I VR. I, Lone Echo 1... I played it a little. I mean, I haven't finished it though, you know. So I don't. I'm so busy with work that I don't have a whole lot of time to yeah <laughs> try every single game. And then oftentimes, all developers, you know, reach out. They want me to just try a game, give it a shout out in the Facebook group. So I, I spend a lot of time playing the first ten or fifteen minutes. That games. often happens. Yeah, and then I'm off to the next one to give it a try. So, you know, what do I think yeah. about this? Um, so I'm not really that disappointed that it's delayed. And I'd always rather see a developer delay a game than release crap early. You know, if yeah. they've got something to fix, make it good. That's cool. Do we know? I mean, do we know the product. reason why it's delayed? Is do we know the reason why, or is it? Just... I'm not exactly sure. Sebastian might know, but I think it's got to be just due to the game not being completely ready. It's typically well, why you'll like, see like you release say, Ty, extensions. I totally yeah, I totally respect any game developer that has to have that painstaking announcement and say we're going to have to delay this. But in the long term, like you say, if it means it's going to be a lot more of a better experience for everybody, then that's absolutely fine by me. But I know in this case, has it been delayed already? Seb, has this game been delayed or once already? Uh, um, already yeah, once? yeah, of a couple of years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know why it's delayed this time? Um, yeah, do we know the reasons why? Let's see, let's see if we know. Um, let me just um, share this. All right, what have we got? 
To our lone echo community, it was heartwarming to see the outpouring of love and excitement last month when we announced the Lone Echo 2 launch date. Like many game studios, over the past couple of years, our team has tackled new obstacles in development and has needed to inve inventive and resourceful to reach this point. We have been working hard to deliver the very best experience possible and we are eager to have you join Liv and Jack in their adventures once again. However, as we are closer to launch day, it has become clear that we needed a bit more time to polish and reach our desired quality level. As such, Lone Echo 2's launch date will be moved to later this year. The decision to delay a game is always a tough one, but we believe you all deserve to experience the very best we can deliver. Thank you, blah, 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 blah. Later this year sounds more like just a bit of polish. Obviously, they've you know they're, they're thinking yeah, about again, like like Steve and I were saying we'd rather yeah. see a game delayed and get a right. good game than them rush something and agreed, deliver agreed. you know a crappy yeah, product for us to hit a deadline. Right. Like, later this year, like what? I mean, like maybe like another couple of weeks or maybe a month, but that's so it's going to be December if they're saying this time now. They're saying later this year. What does that mean? Doesn't mean anything, yeah. does it? It's yeah. I'd say different. December. Otherwise, they would say it'll be out in three weeks. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, you're I agree. Right. Yeah, they're going to say December, later this year. It's going to be but, December at this point. Yeah, but it's 29. so strange, isn't it? Because they came out with that date. I mean, they made the decision at one point. Okay, we're going to say it's the 24th of August. It's going to come out. So they already had something there, and I think it's a it's a bit funny <laughs> that now they would say like, okay, it's coming out later this year. Is it PC VR only, or is it stand, going to be standalone? As no, well? no, it's PC VR only. But you yeah. can Maybe. of course use your Quest Two uh, wirelessly or some or yeah, with yeah. a link cable. Yeah. I, yeah, I just find Ooh. that very strange. It's it's a very ambiguous statement. Um, if it, if it is due to the fact that just you know they want to make the game as best as possible and give maybe pc vr one last you know shot at just amazing as all and getting it really high end fair enough but this just, just doesn't give me enough information that doesn't really yeah right as, i've never played lone echo though so i don't know what i'm uh, missing <laughs> you should try it out it's it's very cool it's incredibly beautiful right it's it's a yeah. quite an old game like 2017 i think but even now it's it's one of the most beautiful games and I've just played it again on the VR3, the Vario VR3. Like it's like mind oh, wow. blowing. It's mind blowing. Oh my god! <laughs> it's so it's wow. so beautiful. So I'm looking forward to Lone Echo 2. Right to play it. So hopefully it's gonna come. Hopefully out. December. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe in November. Yeah, I agree. Probably. Hopefully, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Yeah. Then the next topic is that the App Lab already has 500 apps, nearly doubling those on the main store. Wow. So I would say the App Lab is a complete full success. Right? Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah, right? It's like, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I still, I still have <laughs> it because cool. sometimes I want to get inside of, my, of the Quest 2 and kind of, you know, fiddle around with some of the features that I can't do uh, standalone. So very useful. Like there was one time my Quest 2 completely just totally crashed and I couldn't switch it on or off. It just would not work at all it was thanks to app lab sorry not app lab i'm talking about something different aren't i here <laughs> talking I about so. side quest. <laughs> sorry i'm not with it yeah right yeah. Side well, quest. Well, you're thinking of side quest i might as well carry on now aren't i really i might as well carry on 
So yeah, side quests, all right? As you just not even side quests is also. Nice. There, there, I also there, think that was really cool. There's some similarities <laughs> between the two. I think Avalanche yeah, yeah. is great, though. You know, giving the smaller developers a chance to get their exactly get their product out in front of the masses, you know, and to build an audience. And I think quests, their their vetting process or their curating process is already a little bit too stringent. Uh, so good good on the app labs you know give the give well, the, guy, the small guys a shot right right exactly it's, it's i think it's great it's not great for side quests right because before it was only side quests but i th still think side quests they have a love of their own probably in the future there will be other vr headsets perhaps the links that can use side quests so there's they're still like rocking, but App Lab is without a doubt fantastic. And I must say, wow, 500 apps. I haven't even tried like one tenth of these apps. So I don't even know what amazing stuff is waiting there for me. So, so many, so many apps on there. Yeah. Yeah. So how can I find the best ones? Where, where do I go? Do I go to SideQuest? SideQuest. Yeah, go to SideQuest. Okay, okay, SideQuest okay. is still really, I think, your best search engine for app lab games and then you know sidequest also has games that you can't get on app lab as well so right, SideQuest right. Is still, it's got everything you're going to find on app lab and it's got other stuff you're not going to find on app lab uh, so I'm, I'm a big fan of, of sidequest shane and orla great people i interviewed shane he's the founder of sidequest cool My i want to interview them too a yeah. while back yeah so he's in and we're in touch a lot so nice people I'm glad to see that their uh, the side quest has really taken off for them. Exactly. So cool. Yeah, thank you, Fraspo, for two pound. Thank you so much. All right. Just, yeah, cool. Well, for me, I'm <clears throat> I'm just you know frustrated that where are the quest two uh, titles? Where are the you know? I'm still waiting for Resident Assassin's Evil Four. <laughs> Resident Evil Four. Well, you know, I bought a quest two thinking that I was going to get some really fantastic sort of uh, native Quest 2 standalone games. And I haven't, ha you know, haven't experienced that yet. And it's a bit frustrating, to be honest, for me. Because yeah. uh, that's the whole reason why I bought it, to be honest. It's for proper sort of standalone gaming experiences. But they're, they're taking their time. They're going to come. but uh, It is. But yet. you look at, you know, a AAA developer, you know, like Grand Theft Auto, how many... I mean, how many copies of Grand Theft Auto are out there on PC, PlayStation, Xbox? You know, millions and millions and millions because there's a huge user base. So a developing company you know, or dev team, they can afford to put in several hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars into game development because they know they're going to get it back. But right now, when we've got a user base with the Quest and 1 and 2, you know what? I don't know, 15 million users out there, maybe worldwide, if that. Uh, so I think you, you're going to have to see more mass adoption of the Quest uh, standalone platform, you know, that Android-based platform, before I think we start seeing these large AAA developers coming on board. Um, it, it's, it's getting there. We're getting close. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, I think next summer we're going to start seeing Epic and some of these larger developers jump on and say, okay, now it's it's going to be profitable for us to go ahead and dump a million dollars into developing. So what you're saying is that is the Quest 2 is accelerated. Chicken or the egg thing. <laughs> yeah. The Quest 2 has accelerated VR into the mainstream market probably, what, five years, 10 years even? No, not 10 oh, yeah. years, but it did yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So for sure helped. As a developer, I mean, think about it if you were making games, you know, and you're like, ah, like, and it could only work on a product, let's say that there's a specific handheld and there's only 10,000 of them out there. How much time and energy are you going to put into making a game for this one device 
that only has 5,000 users and only 1% might buy your game. You know, that's going to result right. in 50 sales. You're going to have to charge a lot for the game, which is what we see now too. We see a lot of titles going for like 30 bucks that a lot of people, including myself might say, this is not worth $30, but it is because it's more of a niche market. They've got to make their money back somehow. So you, you just got to be willing to spend the $30 on a two hour, one and a half hour experience knowing that it's helping move everything forward. You know, it, it's as we move forward, right. we're going to get better games, longer games. We're going to see prices drive down. It's all just a matter of scale and right. how many potential customers a developer has. So more units, headsets that sell, the better games we're going to get. And prices will come down, I think, too. Just, just to answer Paradise DK there, he's put, what if you never played Warplanes on Quest 2? I have actually. In fact, I keep meaning to show it on the channel <laughs> and I haven't got around to it yet, but it's a fun, it's a, it's great. But, you know, I'm all, I'm, a, I'm more of a geek. I like, you know, high fidelity flight sims. So for me, it's it's good fun, but it's it's it, it kind of like, it's a bit naff, but it's good fun. And I will show it on the channel soon. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I have played it. <laughs> I've heard it's a good game. Yeah, yeah it's, it's right. fun. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just you know, arcadey, right? Too arcadey yeah. for you, right? That's it's it. that's a bit arcadey. Right? Having said yeah. that, though, I must admit that the the way the plane uh, behaves is, is pretty. Is, is, you know, it's not bad. It's it's not brilliant, but it's not okay. bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. But yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. You know, and I, and I am. You know. Uh, for me personally, with the Quest Two, it's an absolutely incredible headset, and it is. Yes, we've got that Facebook login problem. And I totally agree; it was an aggressive move, and wonder. I just wonder where that Quest, where where would it be now in terms of how many you were saying, fifteen million users? How many more would they be if it wasn't for that? You know, yeah, I do wonder. yeah, there was a mistake. In my opinion, yeah, it was a mistake. Anyways, <laughs> we have talked about this already. Anyways, let's talk about the next topic before we go to our main topic today, making a living in VR. How Does it work already? So the next topic that we want to talk about it, and we could talk about it because last week we didn't have a show. It's the PSVR 2 specs. So we, we learned a lot about the PSVR 2 already, and there was some kind of co um, developer conference, and Sony talked told developers about the PSVR 2. So... As it seems from the leaks, we're going to get OLED displays with 2000 by 2040 pixel price. Yeah, pretty good, right? That's uh, these bad. are these are really nice specs. So OLED, we haven't seen that for a long time. That's good to hear. That's that is really good to hear. That yeah. means like really beautiful blacks, fantastic colors. And just like in the PSVR 1, right? It's also an OLED headset. And OLED headset, I'm a big fan of OLED headset, I must tell you. Simply wow. because of the perfect black values. Wouldn't you agree, Ty? What do you think yeah. about that? I like I like the OLED screen. You know, I, I still, if I'm going to watch a movie, I'll hop into my Quest 1. Uh, just because I like those, those black blacks. Um, right. It's funny. I, I've been trying out a Vive Pro recently. One of my subscribers very kindly lent me it. And uh, I was so shocked. I've forgotten how good it is to have a proper OLED screen. It's know? better. Um, it's really better. It's really. so much better. Right? Really. I even totally forgot about the resolution. And, you know, because yeah. I'm all about that kind of resolution, everything. But I, was, I just didn't even think about it. I was just too busy just enjoying those beautiful colors. They're so natural. And, the, you know, flying at night. Oh, oh yes. God, it's so cool. You know. So, yeah, it's, it's a must. Totally so, must. So that's so, great. 
I totally agree with everyone who says like the new headsets, their LCD panels are really good already, right? The G2 has a very nice LCD panel. The Pro 2 also, if it wasn't for the lenses. Line, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you go to back to an uh, to an OLED headset, you will see that it's better. Mm-hmm. Like like blacks are black, no light. And then you have these amazing, um, yeah, high contrast panels. Oh, it's so good. So I, I'm 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 looking forward to the PSVR two. Is that a cost saving thing? Why why are the why are we using expensive OLED? Yeah, yeah, it's just cost savings. More expensive, and it seems like OLED cannot do these super high um, refresh rates. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but anyways, I think, yeah. The, 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 I was talking to the, uh, the CEO or one of the the main men behind the HTC Vive, and mm-hmm. I asked him that great question. He said, "You can't get a de- you can't get a, a good quality 4K OLED screen for VR right now, uh, without going crazy. It, it just it, it just crazy. You know, the, the cost situation it's too would just be right? too expensive." Because uh, that's the first thing I asked him is, "Why did you scrap the OLED screen?" Right, that, right. The Vive Pro Two had an OLED 5K. Well, the pro it's one, yeah. sitting here right now on my desk. Oh, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's too bad. Anyways, let's see what else this can do. The pro 2 IPD adjustment, okay, so that's better than the, the PSVR one. It did not have IPD adjustment, the pro one, so uh, the PSVR one. So we have two, two um, displays here. We have eye tracking capable of foveated rendering. So that is quite interesting, right? That, that's pretty big. What do you think about eye tracking for, for the PSVR 2? It definitely needs it if it's going to uh, last for you right long? yeah yeah a couple right. of years like five years for sure yeah five years it's definitely going to need favorited rendering to at least so it can uh, render some of the you know up and coming vr titles at least on sort of medium to high settings really right well i think we're going to see a lot of newer headsets with the eye tracking for the fovated running because that just it's a really clever way to be able to push the technical abilities beyond what the the headset can actually do using the fovated rendering and if it knows exactly where you're looking on that screen to give you that sharp image right where you happen to be focusing that that's a good way to get the most out of your hardware for sure absolutely agreed and thank you so much hussein for five pound and great show today and great guest in Ty Hurd. Totally agreed. He should join the podcast more often. Absolutely. Ty, you. whenever Thank you feel you. like it, just let me know and we, we're going to have you. Yeah, this has been fun. <laughs> love is, will that be fixed foveated rendering or dynamic? No, so no, 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 it's no, going to no. track where you're looking and it's going to render fantastic. high res right where you're focusing. So then it can dump because that's the way our vision works. You know, We've got low res outside except right where we're focusing. Um, exactly. So then you're going to get cooler temperatures. You're going to be able to have higher resolution graphics, more of reflections and shadows and so that, polygons and all of that. If they can so just the, do the PlayStation, with that. the PlayStation, it means dynamic favorited rendered, is it? Because I know yeah, the Pimax yeah, has yeah. Fixed as you look around. Yeah, right. I, bet, I would bet money we'll see that on the Quest 3 too. Yeah, of course. And now he comes again, said German guy who spoils all the fun. I, I'm not ha- I'm telling you. Um, for the for it's going to happen. The eye tracking for the Quest Three is going to come, but I will not be comfortable with it because when oh, Facebook. No, you're going to say that. No, no, I'm telling you. No, the, the, yeah. really, really, this is going to be. This is really, really like goes super deep into your privacy. It, they will know exactly where you look at, how long you look at things, 
and you're going to be the product. They're going to make so much money out of this because think of it. Um, if there's going to be depends. if there's going to be some kind of advertisement, and for sure there is going to be advertisement, they will be able to give this kind of data, like where you're looking at it, the advertisement. They can sell that to the advertisers. The advertisers don't have to buy focus groups because we are the focus group. It is incredible for Facebook. They're going to earn so much money with with eye tracking. Maybe, but what are they going to be tracking exactly? So let's say we're, let's say I'm, let's say I'm playing Echo, Lone Echo, right? I'm playing Beat Saber, or whatever. It doesn't matter. No, no, no. It's not about. It's not about what the games. They? It's not about the games that you play. The games Pass are fine, as well, isn't it? It's it's all it's all about. Once they're going to put adver advertisements into your virtual reality experience, yeah. this is going to happen. Like for example, in Horizon, there's going to be advertisement somewhere. People will be able to probably monetize their own creations. There's, there's going to be like in Horizon, there's probably going to be some, um, yeah, um, some worlds that are made by who knows what, Coca-Cola right, so or whatever. Pepsi <laughs> yeah, Pepsi, yeah, who knows? Probably it's amazing. And, yeah. of course, they will be able to sell this kind of data like where you're looking at. To those advertisers, or let's. But what are they gonna? I'm just curious. Like, what do you think? You're. What do you think? What What do you think the actual data is? Like, they're gonna say, "Oh, they were looking in front of them when they were walking," or "Oh, they looked at another avatar," or "They looked at a tree." No, 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 or, no, 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 no. Like, like, for, like, 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 for, like, like you yeah, looked at a Pepsi it. ad for more than two seconds. Like that Pepsi ad. No, but but where did you look at? Oh, where? Okay. So, sorry, sorry, <laughs> uh, Steve. Let me just um, finish this this thought. For example, right now. If you are an advertiser and if you make like a video, an advertisement, let's say like for, for 20 seconds or 25 seconds. You want to know if somebody's looking at it? You want to know where they look at and what works, what does catch people's attention. And right now, like You think it'll be that accurate, the die yeah, tracking? Yeah, of course, of course. Advertisers right now, they're, they're paying focus groups who wear some kind of big things To, to, to monitor where you look at to find right. out where you're looking at. And these advertisers pay big money for that's that. That's not an advertisement that's in your entire field of view. So in the VR, yeah. you know, you're going to get a v, you're going to get a little banner ad that's just going to be... So Could I be. think they're going to know if you look at the ad or don't look at the ad, but I don't think they're going to be able to track definitively what words... Oh, no. They will absolutely... They will, they will totally be able to, to know where exactly you look at. And there might also be... There might be some kind of like video ads as well. Anyways, there's going to be so yeah, much data. There's going to be so much data. There's going to be so oh. much data and they're going to take it from you and you will be the product. And... <laughs> For me to, to for me to put on that that quest three with eye tracking, I want them to pay me to do that because they will make so much money out of me, right? So that better be like super subsidized and transparently te telling me like what you what you have said before, Ty. Make give me two give me two versions of that that eye tracking right. quest three. Give me two versions. I will be totally fine, and I will not. Make these negative videos, but if they force me to use it, I will be uncomfortable with it. So give me two versions. One version of the Quest 3 that cost $299. It has adver advertisement. It's it's uh, supported by advertisements, and I know that before. And give me that $460 Quest 3 where you d where they don't track where I look at, and I'm going to buy that one. I personally will. The thing is. Like, like probably I'm like I'm thinking probably too much. 
<laughs> because well, no, me, I mean, I, I'm concerned with it too. I'm just wondering okay. at what point do I care if they say like, yeah, I looked at a, a Coke ad or, and I just missed a comment. Somebody left a comment, but it disappeared. <laughs> they said not just ads tie and then it disappeared behind them. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, but the what thing were is, you going to say, Steve? Yeah. The thing, I've, yeah. I've, I, I think, think my point is too late now. I've kind of uh, missed the boat on it, but um, I just, just to, just to basically reiterate what Seb says, I, <clears throat> I totally agree that, if we're going to be looking at ads and, you know, uh, in game, well, I mean, if ads are in the game, then that's it. I'm not going to be playing anyway. I'm not going to be doing that. I'm not going to be looking at ads if I've bought a game. That's absolutely ridiculous. Um, no chance has that going to happen. But anyway, even if I do decide to go even further and play a game with ads in it in the first place, which no one should do, by the way, um, if I'm looking, like you say, Seb, at a certain poster for just a little bit longer than this one and this one, that's, that, that is data in itself. It's absolute yeah. data. Um, that's the kind of data I'd imagine they'd be tracking yeah. is like, um, like that, how that long me, did it take your catch your attention? Yeah, for that, that to me is going far, way too far. I don't mind a Facebook login. I've got a Facebook account. You know, I've got WhatsApp on my phone, for God's sake. Like, seriously, in this in this day and age, unless you are not on the Internet at all, then then, then I understand if you're worried about a Facebook login. But it's, that's just it's just a, the way things are these days. Uh, and I think the cost of the Quest 2 for me personally, I'm, the data that I look at isn't that interesting. I'm not that bothered if it's that private. If, if it was something private, I wouldn't be, you know, logging on to a, a media that is the internet in the first place. I would keep that away from the internet. So that's not a problem. But what, what is a problem is ads. I, that is going far too, that's ridiculous. I, yeah, I don't want to see ads in games that we've paid for. Yeah, that's that's for sure. So I'm out sure. yeah, But, that's, but that's... the thing is, the thing is, they will understand us way too good <laughs> like you know the things that i look at from these things they will understand who i am it's really like, like they they will be able to look at my soul like like oh, i they think will... the whole online ad tracking and data tracking is super creepy you know I'll, it is this is already creepy right I'll, you know see an ad on google for something it's... that i swear i'm just I'm like in Walmart thinking, man, you know, maybe I should get a new TV. And then all <laughs> yeah. of a sudden Google's like, oh, it's yeah. so mad. Right. Like, exactly. Exactly. Think about it. It works already so good right now. You know, I, I search on Google for something I need. I don't know, green screen or what? And then it's all plastered with green screens in my Facebook everywhere. It works so everywhere. well already. But yeah. if, if you're they, looking at things, if they it's even, even know personal. what catches my attention... And they can absolutely analyze every of my gazes. It's incredible. It's unbelievable. They will totally know what what I like. Like they, they will for sure directly know my sexual orientation. Like whatever I look at, right? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> they, like all these things, I, I don't want that. Yeah. And the the problem is, the problem is that for for me, I myself, I'm too aware that they do that. And therefore, I feel like I'm watched in virtual reality. And therefore, I lose that kind of free feeling that I have. Right, right now, I put on the VR headset. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, not the Quest 2. I put on any other <laughs> VR headset. And I feel like, wow, I can do whatever I want. I'm free. But if I put on the Quest 2 or Quest 3 with, with eye tracking, wow, I lose that kind of feeling that I'm free in VR and, and I can do whatever I want because I know they totally analyze me right now. They totally check out that I'm looking at those, I don't know, whatever I look at. So that, that feeling 
it spoils my VR experience. And that's probably my, my problem because I'm thinking too much of this and I know how too much how it works, but that sucks. Okay, we'll get, <laughs> we need it. We need it. We really, really need a Quest competitor. Yes. We need another, because yes. that's yes. going to drive both innovation, but it'll exactly. also, I think, help drive privacy. Exactly. Right? You know, the Quest is like, oh, Steam's got a standalone and they're not tracking all this data. And we're starting to see sales slip. Then maybe they'll be right. more likely to follow suit and say, "Okay, we're really, let's let's stop with all the data totally. tracking." And, and I get data tracking on the Facebook app, you know, like on Facebook, but I don't see why they've got to do it in the headset. You know, yeah, it should be a yeah. video game console, and that's that. Yeah, I know, yeah, exactly. I, I agree, but it's not. They will. Wow, they get. It's a treasure trove of data, especially the eye tracking. So I'm super. I'm super anti. Um, the, the the eye tracking for the Quest 3. But I know what's going to happen. Once it comes out, all the YouTubers will go crazy. Like, wow, unbelievable. Eye tracking for, <laughs> right. for the Quest You're 3. Right. Forward rendering, amazing. And I'm, I'll be the old, I will be the German guy who tells you, oh, that is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's going to be fun. Okay, so eye tracking. So for me, I'm super like um, positive about eye tracking on this on the on the PlayStation VR 2. I think for the PSVR 2, I'm looking yeah. forward to it because I don't worry about these things, and that's how it should be. Anyways, USB-C tethered to PS5. So the PSVR 2 is going to be like a tethered um, device without uh, Wi-Fi. Is it? A, is it a? Is it a game? Is it a, like a? Is it um, like a, a game breaker for you? A tie that it's not wireless. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to try it. You're right. Okay. It could be. Yeah. I mean, if it's mind blowing, then no. I'll, I'll, you know, I use my G2 tethered every now and then. Um, but being wireless is is really nice to have that freedom. I agree. I totally agree with you. Yeah. What about you? Um, what about you, Steve? What do you think about this not being wireless? Uh, yeah. Is it like a. But I mean, for, like for me, obviously sitting down flying all day, that's absolutely fine. But this is a gaming. <laughs> console isn't it so you're going to be flinging your controls everywhere you're going to be involved and you're going to be standing up and doing all sorts of things so in that case i, I do feel i can understand why it's not wireless because of pumping that resolution because it's a very high resolution display in there running on a console so there has to have some balance somewhere but i think wireless it, it, they can get away with it this year maybe next year when it's uh, released whenever but say again, in, in its longevity, uh, say four or five years down the road, and it's still, will have most headsets will be wireless by then. I mean, we're already going that way anyway. I think wireless is the future. It's gonna, yeah, that's gonna be good. its Achilles' heel in terms of its feeling like. I'm it's surprised. I I saw a uh, patent filing from PlayStation a while back from like a narrow beam transmission and it's just you know it's a patent so nobody knew exactly what it was for it was just speculation but it was from sony and it was like a a, a tight beam radio transmitting receiving system and a lot of people at the time well the article i read they were speculating that that must be for the upcoming psvr2 right. to pump a ton of data just within line of sight, you know, so you're standing 10 feet in front of your PS5 and you're going to get that wireless transmission there, but then you're going to lose line of sight when you go around the corner. And it would seem like technology that would have worked well. Right, right. That much, that much data, that much throughput. I think they must save money. 
I think yeah. they, they got a fine line between what's sellable yeah, and what, what exactly. Can we throw in. I mean, I mean, this thing looks amazing. It has OLED screens, right? It has like eye tracking and all kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and then they can't make it more expensive than the PlayStation Five itself, right? The PlayStation right. Five itself is five hundred dollars. This better cost three ninety nine, or it won't sell. Especially yeah. if there's a Quest Three that's going I to bet, compete against yeah, hopefully it. Hopefully, we'll see a clock in at like two ninety nine. Yeah, oh yeah, that would be fantastic. But I, I don't see it right now. Also, like the PSVR one in the beginning was like probably five hundred or six hundred even. I think it's going to be three ninety nine in the in the very beginning. So in the very beginning, all the people, all the fans like us, are going to buy it, and then later they're going to go down with the price. When is it's, it released, uh, Seb? Is it is it release date? It's yeah. going yeah. to next year. It also says here it's going to be released um, holiday twenty twenty two. It's quite far away. That's still yeah. a long time away, isn't it? Considering those specs, they're going so to get very is, old very quickly. Yeah, this is absolutely <laughs> yeah. this is absolutely going to compete against the Quest Three, which is probably going to be uh, super cheap. And probably it's also going to have eye tracking. Time frame too. Yeah, exactly. So it's going to be a tough competition, but I like competition. It's going to be good. Yeah, and what's also interesting, it's going to have head-mounted haptics. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> what does that mean? It means like it, it has. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you, your head is going to headshot. vibrate. Yeah, head, headshot, boof. you're going to feel it like, poof. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what do you think about it, um, Ty? I don't know. I mean, I would have to see. So I have uh, the uh, the uh, haptics system. Yeah, 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 so that's pretty yeah. cool. It's amazing, and, right? Yeah, yeah, I really like it. And I don't know, uh, did you, do you have the uh, no, haptics? No, that one, that one I don't have. Do you have that? Yeah. How and I it? don't like it. Oh, you don't like <laughs> it. Well, one, it's a little bit uncomfortable because they've got the haptic motors inside underneath the padding, and you could definitely feel it. Mm -hmm. uh, if you didn't feel it, it would be interesting. But it is – it's an interesting thing to get a headshot, and you feel it go <laughs> like yeah. in your head. <laughs> it's cool, but it's just – they're a little ways off. They didn't implement it perfectly. Everything else is great. Like I love the – I've got all of it, the arms, the legs. Um, and I think it like Alex Half-Life is awesome. So if you've done the, the mod – I did. It's but amazing. I love it. It is. When you get uh, energy, like, heartbeats. Yes. Yeah. It's perfect. I love it. But the headshot, I, so, yeah, I asked, like, Ty, obviously you've got all the kit for this. Do, after a while, do you just get used to those buzzy sensations and you just kind of, it doesn't wow you anymore? You know, a little because, bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's I mean, what I'm kind of getting up a bit. Yes and no. I mean, you kind of almost get to the point where it's not so much like, wow. But it it's just, good. You feel it. You feel yeah, it. You're exactly. like, yeah, I agree. I agree. It should be there. Yeah, exactly. You feel the heartbeat, and you're exactly. no longer thinking like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" But now you're just in the game, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah." I, I suppose if you went back and then played it without all that, you'd be like, "This is really rubbish. This is just not." No, 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 no. It's good. It's still good. It's still good. I actually play. I don't play with it very often because um, it's kind of you know you got to get it all set up and print on. Same here. Same so here. It, it's a it's a process to, to use it all. <laughs> um, you know, because they're all they're all Bluetooth, so you got to make sure everything pairs and. Oh my goodness um, me! Wow. So it's not so bad without it, but it is cool with it. Like the, the like the, the heartbeat, you know, it, it gets that tension just a little bit more when you can feel it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but exactly. it's great. Oh, Alex is I'm awesome so with or without it. So it actually tracks your heart, like you can feel your. No, heart no, no. Like you like in the game, like if your heart's beating in the game, right. or you've got a game where you know it's like, and so you can feel it. Oh, I'm not sure if I'd like that. I'm I'm quite squeamish. I think I'd be like, oh, freaked out by that. But it sounds interesting. <laughs> no, it's 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 really more immersive. Yeah, I made a video about it too when I was playing half half athletics with it, and I I was just saying all the time, wow, cool, amazing, because 
it's just better. Like you even feel it when you like put something into your backpack and you feel like it's going down. That's it's cool. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Well done, Behaptics. Well done. I really like it. Yeah, so we have to watch out and find out how the head-mounted haptics will feel like. Probably it's cool. I, I, I could imagine that um, Sony does a good job on this. And just like Paradise Decay said, yeah, probably you will feel the rain on your face. And Ty, I'm not sure. Do you have that to play? That would be interesting. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. For example, the haptics, it's just in your forehead. It's just a, it's just oh. right at the very top. Okay. It's not, a, it's, not, it's not a facial thing. It's just right up here. Do you happen to have the PlayStation 5, Ty? I don't. Okay, wow. The controllers are so good. Those... Um, um, like the touchpad, the capacitor. Touch, touch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they can, you can, like the trigger, it has it has like force feedback. You put your, yeah. And, and you can feel like different kind of guns have different kind of like feedback. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, really? So it's yeah. force feedback. It's force feedback. And they're, oh, going to, cool. they're going to bring that to the PlayStation VR 2. So... That is going to be like magic, in my opinion. That's a big feature. That you yeah. you see that different weapon, and you can feel the different kind of force you have to put into like like shooting. Oh my god! Yeah, I, mean, I think every time I think about it, I'm like, I want to get a PlayStation Five, and I go yeah. online and it's sold out. Yeah, I know it's still it's still hard to get one of those, right? Yeah. But uh, it seems like they are going to produce more now, and yeah, you should totally get one. For me, that controller, that is the selling feature because it's so cool to feel the different kind of triggers. Okay, cool. Yeah. 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 I've been wanting to get one, but yeah, every time I look, it's sold out. Right, I bet if right. I go on Amazon or Best Buy or wherever right now, it's sold out. Yeah, that's really, right now it's still a problem. Then one more news that we heard from that, unfortunately, the lenses are going to be Fresnel lenses. So not not aspheric lenses. That is really, really sad because the original PSVR 1, it it had um, aspheric lenses. And just like the Vario VR3, it's so good, you know, like like that could no. be a game killer, you know, oh, more yeah. so than the, the cable. Because right, <laughs> I can right. get Fresno lenses elsewhere if they kept the spherical. Totally that agree. Might have been something going. Oh, I can't get this anywhere else, but I can get it in the PS exactly. VR. I'm going to get a PSVR, but exactly. Uh, that's a so that is so sad, and yeah, Sojo just said a terrible Sony. It is sad. But How if could it you? If it wasn't for the Vario, you probably it, that's just kind of normal, isn't it? Like they yeah, all have those the industry is going it towards does need to Fresnel. Change. I agree yeah. because like the, the Fresnel lenses also have some advantages, right? They are like not as thick, they are not as heavy, they don't yeah. have like yeah, and if they like get their distortions, optics correct, if they yeah, get the optics are better. Spot, yeah, you know, it won't be such a problem. It's not like a, it's that's not a deal breaker. Yeah, right? yeah, you're right. There are good ones and there are bad ones, right? Like good ones, like the G2 or the the Quest Oculus. 2, and Fantastic. exactly Oculus ones are good, and bad ones like um, all the HTC ones. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true, right? Let's, yeah, let's, true. let's still, face you it. You still get the God rays, though, even in the Quest a little bit. It's not. They it's are. Not, they, no, it's you're right. They are definitely God rays in the Quest 2 as well. Yeah, so, I pulled up my old Gear VR a couple of weeks ago just to play with it. You know, I had it sitting up and on an old note. And I was just like, oh, these lenses are great. Why don't they do this on all of the headsets? Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, so that that was a bit like a downer when I heard about this, that the PSVR 2 is going to have Fresnel lenses. But who knows? Probably they are amazing. We don't know yet. And I believe that Sony can do a good job on yeah. those lenses. Yeah, right? I could see. Try it, I guess. We'll have to Ex- see. Exactly. Yeah, 
that's all of our topics for today. And now we can go to our topic of the day. And it's about like, yeah, making a living in the VR industry. So both Ty and me, we're doing it. <laughs> and I want to ask you, Ty, how did you make that happen? <laughs> so how did, when did you first realize, okay, this is, I'm just too excited about virtual reality. I want to be in that. Or did it happen some, somehow differently? Like it just kind by of mistake. evolved. You know, it yeah, just okay, sort of, okay. So, I mean, I've, prior to doing the 3D printing and the YouTube, I was a photographer. I, obviously, I mean, that lends well to doing the YouTube and stuff. And I used to do uh, 360 virtual reality tours for oh, like really? hotel, cool, things like cool. that. So using a DSLR camera, not a cheap point and shoot, you know, so we do a bunch of photos, stitch it all together, really high end stuff. Uh, and that was always fun to look at, you know, in the Google daydream. And, and years ago, I mentioned this earlier, I owned some kiosks where we were selling tech stuff, but most of what we were selling were the, the Google daydream type the original uh, like plastic cardboard headsets, uh, the old Bobo Z4, I think it was. Right, yeah. exactly. Built-in yeah. headphones, that was pretty cool. Uh, and then I started the uh, Facebook group way back when I was really into the go and I was really in active. It was an amazing headset at the time. It was, and it's still not a bad headset if you just want to watch right. a Netflix show. Right. Uh, and so I started the Oculus Quest community on Facebook right when the quest was announced and that was like in february of 2018 and that was it was codenamed santa cruz and then they dropped the name and the release okay it's going to be the oculus quest it's coming out in may next year so i'm like i'm gonna start a facebook group so i jumped on started a facebook Perfect. group great just yeah we're good timing and now we've uh, we're at about seventy-five thousand members now on the facebook group Seventy-five thousand. wow yeah. man congratulations nice. man that is it's, amazing yeah, and, and then I've always been a like super technophile, you know, I've yeah, just into technology. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I started get I got into three D printing about a, two years ago, year and a half ago, and I was like, you know, I can make parts and accessories for VR headsets. And I started an Etsy store, and uh, Matt over at uh, the BMF channel uh, did a, a review on some pistols that I make, and that just kind of instantly jump started the business. And I was like, oh, okay, I need. I need to buy some more printers and uh, I That's was selling so everything cool. on Facebook and just started the Etsy and, and then I still make a little bit, you know, through the YouTube stuff. Uh, and yeah, and it just sort of kind of evolved. I have one printer turned into wow. two or now I've got like 25 printers. <laughs> and they are so, printing right now probably, aren't they? Yeah, I got like half of them printing right now. <laughs> I try to like cycle through them. But yeah, wow. it just sort of evolved. You know, there wasn't like one right. day where I was like, you know, I slowly had to do less and less photo shoots and I was making more and more money over in the VR side. And now this is what I do for a living. I love wow. it. That is so what, cool. What sparked off, Ty, that ingenious kind of creativity of creating this 3D printer? You said it started about a year and a half, two years ago. But what was I've it I wanted like a 3D thought? printer for ages, but the price they were, you know, the, there was a... a barrier to entry because they were very expensive. And if you wanted the features that I knew I'd want, which is like a heated bed and... The technology, it took a while for the technology to become reasonably priced. And so I got a 3D printer and it was much more intuitive for me and not as challenging as I thought initially. I've read all these nightmares. It's so hard to 3D print and, you know, you're going to get crap more than you're going to get good. And it's just not yeah, worth it. Yeah, my friend's got one. And I, when, I, when he's using it, it's watching it doing its thing. It's, it's like, it's, it's amazing. It's out of this world. You just watch it. But I've, I've got the foggiest idea of how, how to do it. It's just super no slow. I mean, that's one right. thing I wish that, that you could produce stuff a little bit faster. But I mean, like, you know, like something like this here, just this handle right here. 
this is, I think, almost a thousand layers, you know, so it's got to and then go up a tiny, tiny bit and it goes up. I'm guessing you know, the more you know. money you spend on a 3D printer, the more, the quicker they are. Is it, no. Is it, no, it's oh, a limitation okay. of the, the thermodynamics of the plastic. You know, you can only right. melt and then cool plastic so fast. Uh, and then maintain, you know, accuracy within the print. This looks really phallic. Um, and maintain uh, <laughs> accuracy within the print. Um, so I have printers that cost $2,000 and I have printers that cost 200 bucks. And if you dial them all in right, you're going to get pretty much the same quality. Okay, wow. Ah, cool. And, but, but you know what's interesting for me? Like um, you were totally new yeah. to 3D printing, right? Like you, you just yeah. bought one and you just tried it. You probably you printed out something that you found on a Thingiverse or what. But then to go it, the next step to, to make your own stuff, like your own like designs, that must be complicated, isn't it? A little bit. I mean, I've got a, a fairly strong background in you know computers, so I'm you know I'm familiar with like Adobe Premiere and Photoshop and all of that. So I'm fairly technically savvy. And I've just taught myself design, yeah. So just lots of lots of YouTube videos and trial and error, and right, you know. But I've kind of like when I did the YouTube or when I started my photography business back in the day, I just kind of say I want to do this and I can do this and I know that I can make money doing this. I haven't had like a real job for somebody else <laughs> for 15 years. Wow! And you just gotta cool. know that you can do it, and you just gotta jump in and do it. And I have people ask me frequently, you know, how how did you start your business? you know, weren't you afraid? And I was like, yeah, a little bit maybe, but I'm like, the most important thing you can do if you want to start a YouTube channel or your own business, do it. Just take that first step and do wow. it. Just do it. Totally most agreed. people just don't do it. You want to make a YouTube channel, go make a video and post it and then do exactly. that again. again, exactly. again. <laughs> and it exactly. takes time. But if you don't take that first step and actually do it, then you're never going to do the things you want to do. You know, if you're afraid of like, oh, I'm not going to make money or I'm going to fail or nobody's going to like my channel or I'm going to get all thumbs down. People are going to make fun of me. Who cares? Just do it. <laughs> like, I love that. Shia You're so LaBeouf. right. Just do it when he's in front of the green screen. <laughs> he's so right there, though. You yeah, just got to take that, that step, first step, and then eventually you may not know what you need to succeed to get to your goal, but every time you take a little step closer towards that goal, you can see – now what needs to be done? And then you take another step forward to do that. And then you're like, oh, okay, now I realize I need to do this. And then after a while, you've traveled the path and you've reached your goal and you've kind of figured out what you need to do to get to it. Yeah, I think I a lot it, of it's down to passion yes. though, isn't it? About Because I think the reason why like MRTV, like I said, your channel's been so successful is because you've got an innate desire and passion for VR. So that drives and, and you're right. what you're doing as well. I think if people go into it thinking I'm going to make money, they won't make any money. I think, I think exactly the, part, the first part of it is is the passion yeah. behind yeah, it. Yeah, right. Just exactly the passion. Gotta love it. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you gotta love it. Exactly, I love it. <laughs> you gotta love it, and obviously we do love it. And then we put ourselves out there, right? Like like yeah. like making a YouTube channel. Really, just like you said it, Ty. You just have to make the video and. Get out there, and, and beautiful things are going to come out from it. It's it's incredible. It's really really incredible. So um, even if you are yeah, if probably your production values are not fantastic in the beginning, you'll, don't you'll worry. worry. Yeah, don't you'll worry. get to that next. You'll step. get there. You'll know. You'll oh, now I need better lighting. Now I need better sound. Always go for better sound. If you're out there, you're wondering. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is important. Exactly. And then. 
Exactly. And then in the end, you're going to have like spinning beers. It's fantastic. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <How laughs> <was that? laughs> yeah, you're right. So just go out there and don't worry too much about the perfect video. What got quality. you into the VR thing? Tell us how Me? you start. Yeah, you. Me? Yeah, yeah, you. yeah, yeah, absolutely. How, yeah. For, how'd you start? For me, it's um, also like the passion. So actually, I'm like an engineer. I was I was working as an electrical engineer in Germany and in Taiwan, and I was doing like firmware for routers, like the Wi-Fi routers. I can totally know where, where all the data packages are going into the air. It's fantastic. And um, yeah, so I was a pretty good engineer. Like really this guy who who's just like totally into programming C and like doing all these things. However, I always felt that this is good, but I'm missing that other part, that social part, because I felt like, like hey, I'm not that total nerd freak. <laughs> you know, you know, like like I, I totally enjoy doing what I do right now, like talking with people and using some social skills. And I felt like, okay, I'm missing that part a bit. So since I was always like excited about virtual reality and um, exactly, especially when it was like coming out for the second time, like with a with a um, Oculus DK one and two, I felt like, wow, probably that's something I could do, like 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 share my passion on on youtube and do something about it so actually like i was even thinking about doing that in in 2015 and 14 before like the it really became like mainstream and before the first um headsets came out for um uh, for the for the masses but at that time i was still doing something else but in 2016 when google said, hey, we're going to go out with this. We're going to come out with Daydream and we're going to make it all mainstream. Then I thought, you know what? I'm so smart. <laughs> I'm going to stop my engineering career and I'm going to go all in into YouTube and sharing my passion for VR and starting that channel that's all about Google Daydream. And it was called Daydream District. And yeah, I was totally ruling that whole game. I was like the only channel who was just talking about yeah, it. Getting yeah, early. yeah. I was, I was the king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. But then, unfortunately, it became... Daydream, kind of. Daydream stopped, stopped. There was no new things coming out. There was just nothing new coming out about Daydream, right? And then... Google simply stopped it all. And I was thinking like, oh, my God, it sucks. <laughs> you uh, know, I, I put all my basket. And then the all my, out. Yeah, right. I put all my, my eggs into this one Google basket and it sucks. And then I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to start with MRTV and I'm going to cover virtual reality oh. in general. Yeah. And then that's what I did. And... Since then, I'm simply covering all of virtual reality, also high end, right? Not only not only not only Oculus, and um, the first years were kind of tough. I was simply living off my savings, but I didn't make money because it's too niche. You know, the topic was still too niche in 2016, yeah. 17, 18, because it didn't happen like I I would have hoped that simply everyone uh, gets a VR headset, right? It was too complicated. 
with people um, having to have like a PC and it's too complicated. But anyways, I stuck to it and I was simply doing it all the time and living from my own savings, uh, living from Patreon, right? It's so it's so cool that you can actually have a Patreon. It's a fantastic thing. And yeah, and it was a tough time. But now I, I'm happy to tell everyone that I broke even and I can live from from what I'm doing right now. It's for me, it feels like amazing. <laughs> you know, it feels awesome. amazing to yeah. do to do what I love, to share my passion about virtual reality, to to show people the latest stuff. And I'm really I'm also proud that I've made it that I will get the latest headsets normally very early. And that I can show them off on the channel here, that I can test them out. And I'm also super proud that I'm I still like uh, manage to stay independent, you know, that I that I'm not paid or not I'm not taking any kind of compensation from any of these VR headset companies. I'm super proud of that. And still being able to make a living. So wow, I'm super happy about what I'm doing. And it's tough right now. I mean, it was tough the first years, now I'm really good. But it was not easy to get to this point. But I think if people are really excited about virtual reality, I think now we are at this stage that people can make a living. And it's going to be much easier than it was for oh, me. Yeah. Right? Like, 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 like people who are, who are like jumping into it now with the Quest 2 and who are like super successful on YouTube, I'm happy for them. It's so much easier than what I've been doing, right? <laughs> Yeah, I think although on the on the on the other side of that coin, I think because I have this group every day, people you know come check out my YouTube channel. So many people try coming in trying to promote their their YouTube, which is great. But yeah. the smaller YouTubers, and I'm saying, wow, there's a lot of small, you know, hundred sub, twenty sub, you know, YouTubers kind of all battling it out, trying to make a name for themselves. So you've you right. definitely got an advantage that you were able to get ahead of the curve, you know, and jump in a little bit sooner because right. going right. from zero to a thousand subs is hard. And then going right. from a thousand to 10,000 isn't as hard. And then going from like 10,000 to 20,000 is way easier. Um, exactly. Again, the first, you know, hundred or thousand subs. So you, exactly. yeah, you're, you're, you're yeah. smart to, to be forethinking like that. Yeah, well, well, you know, if I, but, but I must tell you, if, I would just look at the subs, then I would do a bad job, right? Because if it was just about me getting to 100,000, getting to 150,000, then I would simply hype the Quest 2, honestly speaking, right? Because that's where it is, but I'm totally not. And that's actually like hurting my sub numbers, but I give a freaking fuck. Sorry, it's my own channel, I can do that. <laughs> I give a freaking fuck about it because it's, it's simply not, I, can't, I simply can't do it. You know, right. there's so many channels who are just like blindly hyping the quest and it's smart for the channels. I don't do that because I can't do it. Right. But uh, you know, I don't, well, when, I don't when care. The, the, the steam standalone or whatever. Oh comes yeah. Out. Probably Next, just going to be on this channel. For there you go. You know, on those quest only channels exactly. are going to have a hard time. Oh, transitioning exactly. Exactly. Over to exactly. Like with me, if, if, a, if the steam comes out with a standalone, that's just super kick ass. I can change the name of my Facebook group. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Steam Facebook. No, man, yeah. you are going to make the most awesome Facebook group about that thing, <laughs> and it's going to work, right? So I totally agree. No, I I, you know what? You know what, Ty? I totally agree with you. Like, once this other headset's going to come out, that that standalone headset, that Steam VR headset, uh, standalone headset, 
Like I will cover it like very, very strongly, obviously, and also with the PSVR yeah. 2 and all these Quest 2 hype guys, they're going to have a problem because all of their audience, they are Quest fans. So yeah, so I'm I'm I I don't feel I don't feel I bad about not, not joining that Quest 2 hype. I feel actually great about myself being able to look into the mirror because I will simply tell people what I honestly think without selling myself out. So that is that I'll must just, be a good thing yeah. too. I kind of felt the same way when the Quest 2 first came out. You know, people were like, oh, you should do a video on how to, uh, you know, do Beat Saber mods. And right. I'm like, I did. I've got like five videos covering yeah, all that's of good. That's and good. They're, like, they're like, but it's not for the Quest 2. I'm like, it's the exact same process. And I didn't want to, and I've had a lot of people sell, you know, and you should just redo the video for the Quest 2. Because if I put the Quest 2 in the title, I'm going to get views and I'm going to, uh, but I'm like, but it's the same exact process. And I felt kind of like I would be cheating my viewers if I were to make a video that I've already made, but now right, I'm just right. using a different headset, but the process is exactly the same. The OS is exactly the same, but I'm holding a white thing instead of the black yeah. headset and, and right. saying Quest 2 in the title. Yeah, but this, this would have probably gotten lots of views, <laughs> but it's just like that, right? It's just like the hot device right now that many people have, so it makes sense. So for all of the people who do these things, I understand it, and honestly, I... It makes sense. It makes total sense. So I don't judge them or something. It's just something that I don't do. So, but for the for all the others who do that, like, don't worry. I'm not thinking badly I'm gonna about you. I'm going to do some more Quest 2 videos. I got. I want to. This has been yeah. fun. Too. It's been a while since I've done anything on on YouTube. So this is this has been a, a lot of fun. Now I'm missing making videos. <laughs> oh man, you should. Yeah. It's it's just so much fun to read it the is. comments and just to. Just to put something out, it's, it's just a great feeling. And I'm telling you, I, I love so much what I'm doing. And I'm glad that I can make a living out of it. It's amazing, just like you. So, man, Ty, it's so good that we can do that. So next, it's VR Flight Sim Guy. <laughs> Steve, <Me>? Steve, <laughs> where, where, where are you right now with going, going pro on this? And, you know, I think, you're, I think you have a great following, man. I think you have a great following. You have a great passion about flight sims, and in my opinion, I believe you already you could go pro with that. What what, what are your feelings on? That's really kind of you to say to say that. Thank you. But no, really, you, you're something awesome. For me, I I really don't. I'm I'm really it's going to be a strange thing to say, but I don't really care how many uh, uh, subscribers I have. I'm. I'm just doing this as a, as, as a bit of a hobby, really. I, I don't think I'll ever. But go. it's getting, but it's getting a bit more <laughs> serious here, right? Yeah, I'm, no, honestly, <laughs> the reason why I'm posting so many videos right now on my channel, it's so alive, is because I'm getting these opportunities to show really cool things, and that is it, really. And um, for me personally, I, I, you know, I, I, my career is in what I do outside of YouTube, and that will always be the case. So, male stripper. Yeah, damn it! You've got like, the words out there. Why did you say it? Though? <laughs> so I'm absolutely. I think the best thing for me is that I get to meet people from all over the world. Like, there's many people on my channel. Uh, in fact, some of them are watching tonight, like Sven and Uva. Good to see you guys. Um, they're, they're just amazing people from all over the world. And as a bit of a geeky flight simmer, you, you don't get a chance to meet people with that same passion as you in your sort of daily life. So that to me right. is worth everything. Right. Uh, I just love that. And um, I, yeah, I, I really enjoy it, but I don't think I'd ever do it as a, as a sort of, I mean, I think it's amazing. You guys have got, you've got that sort of entrepreneurial kind of vision mm. that I just don't, I don't have that. I don't have that kind of vision or that, that kind of way of thinking business 
I just don't have it. I just, I just, I, I pretend to fly planes. Uh, <laughs> where I, I put a screen on my face and then I, I post it on YouTube and have a great time and people comment and that's as far as it goes for me, really. But Steve, Sorry, people, really, people, just people, wait, just keep doing it. If yeah, you keep exactly, exactly, exactly. My YouTube wasn't designed at first to make any money or do you know, I was just making yeah, videos, yeah. you know, just random tech reviews is how it started. Right. And then the next thing you know, you're like, oh, I'm starting <laughs> to see a little ad rev come in. And then you yeah, exactly willing to send you free stuff. And now that gives you content because you're like, oh, I got a thing I can review that I didn't have to pay for. That's actually, yeah. And, getting and a thing and then reviewing it is there. great fun. It is. It is. Right. Even if you're like, um, you know, you're like, this thing sucks. <laughs> Don't yeah, yeah. buy it. Well, unfortunately, that's happened a lot recently. There's, there's been a few people that message me and. Yeah. You must keep email. strong on and that I'll one. Say, I'm sorry. I, yeah. I don't believe in this yeah. product. I'd rather not exactly. share it on the channel because I'm not the kind of person as well to completely ruin someone's business. But at the same time, <laughs> things I do share on the channel and I'll be totally honest with that. And I think yeah, because I want to be honest. Yeah, you got to maintain that integrity. I've had a lot of people say, oh, we want to send you this. And I look at it and I'm like, no, I know. Thanks. I'm not just going to hype this because it's not something I'm going to use. I had one battery pack that I said, send it over. I'll do a review. The thing was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) And and I felt really bad, but I was like, you know, this is a repurposed headlamp. Yeah, yeah. Battery pack is what it was. Oh, And they were selling it as a strap on, you know, because it had the original strap things for a headlamp. Ty, I had the same thing. It was terrible. Yeah, and <laughs> I don't remember the name. I didn't put, we don't even. It was bad. It was awful, and I started making this. You know, I used it for a little bit, and then I had already planned the time for the video. And I was like, you know, I put so much time into this. I'm gonna make a video, and I'm just gonna warn people because it was a hot top product at the time too. And I was like, people can't buy this. I've seen it getting hyped all over my group. And I was like, people need to know that this is just a bad product. So that was the one product that I gave a pretty scathing review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But good to be honest. But yeah, no, it's been, I think the journey I've had has been absolutely amazing so far. And for me, I think for, you know, VR and for my particular niche, which is obviously flying, has come together so perfectly that the experiences that I have in VR flying, that's the reason I just I just had to tell someone about it. That was the reason why I oh, started man. the channel. Cool. I just cool. had to shout about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's so Same for damn me. crazy. It's amazing. I, 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 you know, I was posting screenshots on like groups. That wasn't enough. And I thought I got the Reva G1. And I was so impressed with it. I thought I've got to make a video or something. I've got to show, tell the world about this. And that's how it started, really. And again, I think it goes back to that passion and just uh, enjoying what you're doing first. And I guess that's why it's it's done so well over the past couple of years. I've been doing it and. I'll just keep doing it until, you know, I, I guess I'll do it. Steve, 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 I'm telling you, I'm (laughs) telling you, people love that authentic authenticity. Yes. You you (laughs) know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hard word to say for Germans. I can't even say it. Yeah. And the thing, but the thing is, I'm telling you, you will grow like a lot because there's lots of people who are into flight sims and these are like hardcore people who, who pay lots of money for, for the gear. So I'm pretty sure Next year, when we talk here and when we're here on the Next Dimension podcast, I believe like you're going to make, you're going to earn more money from your YouTube channel 
rather than your normal job like male stripper yeah. oh, okay. the more that's, niche that's, you are the better your ad uh, yeah. well i'm about to say i'm in niche within a niche here so yeah, yeah you are you <laughs> are <laughs> so i don't know about that but it, for me yeah i just it's a great i mean the fact i'm on this show is amazing so i just yeah. you know it's crazy i never thought i'd be on a on ML, mrtv podcast so it's those little things to me that make it worthwhile really more than anything else yeah um, but i love it yeah it's great but it's cool I, I guess i'm coming from a different angle um I'm, I'm not thinking about uh like i know some youtubers out there do think not not you guys actually i'm thinking about other ones that kind of tailor their like like the quest two guys yeah and then of they, course. they tailor their self they, they back themselves into a corner and they maybe do well in the short term but they're going to suffer later on whether i just show all sorts of random stuff i even show a few bike videos on my channel <laughs> every now and then so it's not all about vr it's just about just you know enjoying all th all sorts of things and uh i think that's kind of how it all, always will be on the channel really and that's but, cool. yeah obviously vr mainly but uh, yeah it's all cool that's cool and you know what what i really love about this whole putting yourself out there the people that you meet through yes, youtube it's unbelievable absolutely. like it's like amazing. i'm so i'm so happy now to meet ty it's so amazing. I mean, I'm, I'm in Germany, uh, Ty is in Denver, Colorado, but now we met up, we, we share the same passion, and it's cool. I'm sure we're going to make, make another video in the future. Yeah, we should. And right? I just saw your channel, VR. <laughs> VR oh, Flight thank you very much. So I was like, oh, I, need to, I need to go sub him. Thank so, you. Yeah. I'll do the same. Yeah, I, so I didn't know of you beforehand, actually. Yeah. Seb, if yeah, we yeah. can get Ty on the channel a bit more on this. I podcast, would love I to. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. I would love to. Ty, thank whenever you. You, you feel like it, I'm going to send you the, the topics. And if you want to, if you have time, you can be on this show. And we, awesome. Yeah, yeah. This people been, would love it. Fun. Great, great. Thanks. Yeah, so cool. So cool. So I, w I can say that, yes, people can make a living in VR right now already. It was tough the first couple of years. Now it's getting easier. The Quest 2. As much as I scold it, it also like helps people to make to make a living. Like lots of developers now make good money, I think, mm -hmm. because they are on the Quest 2, money that they couldn't make on the PC VR systems. So that is amazing. So I don't oh I, I, I don't only want to say like oh Facebook is doing these these bad privacy things. No, there's also the other the other side of the coin where it really yeah, they made a lot really, of people a lot of money. <laughs> exactly. Where that really like pushes our favorite technology and i really want to stress this as well so i understand that and i appreciate that as well and yeah i can just say for everyone who is excited about the technology just like steve and ty and me you can make your dream come true to make this your 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 gig you you get yeah. to make money and i really think actually it is like a niche where if you if you go in now, there's not so many people who try to make this happen, right? Yeah, it's not As, like just being a straight-up tech reviewer. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough niche, yeah. Yeah, it is a tough niche, yeah. But, but there, there are still niches, like, like, like Ty's niche to make some cool parts. Or probably if you are like a budding like developer, I believe if you are a developer, you have more chances to make money doing a cool VR game than, to, than doing a cool 2D game. Why would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm checking out some of the, the <laughs> comments here too. Yeah. yeah, I think I think there's a huge amount of potential for budding, you know, game developers, people, right. you know, YouTubers, and yeah, you're going to see other, I think, industries even that don't exist yet will start seeing coming online. You know, more testers, uh, and uh, you know, hardware development. 
we don't, you know, so I, there's the whole VR industry is going to create jobs that we don't see a whole lot of now too as well. Exactly. And I think he's got to come up with that, that, that eye tracking, you know, who's, who's inventing <laughs> that? Where are the scientists, the guys that are out there actually inventing eye tracking or getting fovated rendering just perfect. So those are all fields that are emerging and we're going to see more and more job opportunities for people across the spectrum of VR. Exactly. Totally agreed. And I think actually now is a pretty amazing time to start because, well, um, it's not as tough as it was for me for the last couple of years doing it because now people actually can buy the Quest for $299, right? And it's, it's, going, it's just going to go better, right? Once this thing costs $199, so many people will simply impulse buy yeah. it. It's going to go crazy, and this is going to happen next year. The Quest 3 or the Quest 2 Pro is going to come out. The Quest 2 is going to be for, is going to be sold for $249 first and then $199. I'm pretty sure about it. And things are going to go crazy. So yeah. if you have a passion about this, if you want to go put yourself out there on TikTok or YouTube or whatever, simply <laughs> do it. Simply do it. Or if you have a great idea about a game, go learn how to do it or whatever. I think I really think that now is a fantastic time to jump in. It's not too early. It's definitely not too late. Now is an amazing time. Would you agree, Steve and Ty? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, uh, now is an amazing time now. for now. VR. It's <laughs> now. exploding like crazy. And um, I think the only thing is, as a YouTuber, I think recording VR is quite hard. And I think you just need to spend a bit of time trying to you know, work a sort of system or something that works for you. Uh, you know, Because uh, recording... And showing content that's pretty decent quality in VR is very difficult. But once you've got your sort of, you know, once you've learned the ropes, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty easy, really. It's not too bad. Yeah. But, yeah. And exactly. there's solutions coming out that make the recording a little bit easier, yeah. too. Now, right. Versus like back in the day, trying to hook up ADB and <laughs> exactly. Well, <laughs> yeah, again, screen copy to work, and you're like, okay, I got to get screen copy set up, and exactly. So yeah. I, I did a video of the, of the Tomcat. Uh, the, my first video, I spent about an hour and twenty minutes. I was so pleased with the recording, or supposedly, I thought, yes, I've said everything I wanted to say. I checked it, and the microphone source was was on the wrong one, and that you couldn't hear anything I was saying. So it's just like things like that sometimes infuriate you, but you know, it's all part. Of the oh, there's. Nothing worse than when you're like on a live stream and your camera gets <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> that was good. People who listen to it won't know it. What I was talking about there, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, then you live, you learn. But I've done. Oh man, there's been a few videos where I've I've done a lengthy video and I realized my mic battery. Died. Oh no! Yeah. Oh yeah, I had that too. Oh, to I had that too. It's so terrible. It's just quiet all of a sudden. You're like, oh, I've got to redo all of it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Okay. We have been talking now for more than two hours. I know we could probably keep on talking. We could talk three hours and four hours, but they would just like, uh, yeah, be too long. So I want to thank Ty so much for being on the, for, for coming on the show. It was amazing. I really hope that you will come, come back on the show in the future again. You are yeah. an amazing guest and it's just Anytime fun to talk want, with you. Let me know. Perfect. I will let you know we are connected and, for all the people out there who have a Quest 2, which is an amazing headset, please, please <laughs> check out Ty's amazing accessories. Like TycoTech3Dprinting.com. TycoTech3Dprinting.com. And for the Etsy store, I put it down into the into the yeah, description. Right, yeah, to the Etsy store. Into the show notes. Check it out. 
I, I'm so looking forward to checking it out myself. Ty sent some over to me. It's going to happen here on the channel. I'm going to review Ty's stuff. Like yeah, I sent you the Hotas. I oh, sent perfect. you perfect. a fishing reel. Perfect. And I sent you the stock. Well. Wow, wow. This is, this is my favorite. Just oh, my God. Oh, my God. You got one of these coming. I sent you. I even <laughs> get, get you the sling as well. Oh, my so. God. I'm telling you. It's so sweet to be a VR YouTuber because you get all that stuff. <laughs> it's just coming your way, and oh I my agree. God. Like, yeah, like, it's this, good. <laughs> like, all this stuff on here, you know, I didn't. It's all free. <laughs> right, all right, exactly. <laughs> so uh, we got one last question from Paul. What product did you sell the most of? What is your best-selling product, Ty? We want to know. Oh gosh, it varies, kind of depending on games you know so if a new game comes out and it's uh requires a, a stock then i see a jump in stock sales okay. uh, or like I, I make a a ping pong table tennis paddle adapter i don't right. have one right here i've got a preset in 11 table tennis so oh, if perfect. You're, it's cool one thing that has just been really cool for me is when i was a kid i was always like i want to be in a video game that would be so cool <laughs> and now you are and, you know, i've got yeah i've got my names in three That's or four a, games now so and it's, it's that is amazing cool. That is amazing. Um, so the, the paddle is one of my all-time bestsellers. And then lately, I've been doing a lot of the golf clubs. Um, cool. So. Yeah, cool. I'm so looking forward. I don't know. I was just wondering who asked that. <laughs> it's gone. Right, right. Yeah, cool. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for Sex Shark, Mr. For a Super Chat, five euro. Thank you for the show. You're so welcome. Hope that you hope you, that everyone enjoyed the show. Again, thanks, Ty, for your time. Everyone Thank has you. to check out his, his his channel and his um, Etsy store and his website. And of course, Steve, great to see you again. It was a pleasure. Steve. And you too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a really cool show. Hope everyone enjoyed it. And yeah, for all the people out there, if you enjoyed it, don't forget to give this a thumb up for the algorithm. Make some noise for the algorithm. Leave a comment. Please all let right. us know. Please do write that comment. Tell us what you think about Tycho's, uh, Ty's uh, 3D prints, and in general. Yeah. Seb, can you put a link to my YouTube down below? I will. I will. I will absolutely that do great. that. Exactly. I will put a link to Ty's YouTube channel. Absolutely subscribe to it. You have to. Good stuff. And yeah, if you enjoy this podcast in general, we need more than 20 reviews on iTunes. Come on. Come on. Right now. Let's do it, people. You do it now. Get out your iPad. Get out your iPhone. You you have one for sure. Open the podcast app. <laughs> find the Next Dimension podcast. And come on. Let's make it 40 reviews. Come on. It's Saturday. We're sitting here. We're making this. I'll, I'll go review it. Yeah. Okay. That would be amazing. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. 21 reviews. We have already. <laughs> yep. So that's All everything right. that we have for today's show. Love today's show. If you love to give it a thumbs up, do write a comment. And look forward to see you next week. Until then, bye-bye. Peace. Peace. Okay.